This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian, hey. Alex, hello, and today we have the Supreme Leader of Gojopolis, the man himself, Gojo. Hi. Today we're going to talk recent game news regarding Castlevania, Forza, and Commandos, but before we jump into revisiting No Man's Sky next, uh, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. Midwest Game Nerds now has, well, Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. If you have a chance and you have some extra money to spare, you can throw as little as $1 a month to keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at patreon.com slash midwestpodnet. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to midwestgamers at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Yeah, before we jump into everything else, what uh, what's everybody been playing? I haven't played anything in three weeks, literally, and it's driving me insane. <laughs> you played a little bit of stuff at your bachelor party last week. I did. Weekend. I played Castlevania while I was completely wasted. Yeah, and you, you also uh, played like 15 seconds of just beats and shapes. That, I did. That, that game, game that was really about. difficult to uh, manage uh, in my state at that time. I also I did play one round of Super Smash Brothers until I was destroyed, and then I quickly let the controller hit the ground and left because I am so terrible at that game. The people playing <laughs> Super Smash Brothers that night were going crazy over it. So yeah, yeah. I, there's some video on my Instagram account that's, that's pretty yeah. solid. It, um, Instagram.com slash Mr. John M-I-S-T-A-J-O-N if you want to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, and I do want to say Castlevania Symphony of the Night is extremely easy to play when you're drunk and other things. <laughs> and I will also mention that uh, I don't remember who was sitting next to me because I don't really remember much at that point in the evening. But someone kept saying, oh, my God, you're showing me secrets I never knew existed and you're doing things I never knew you could do. And I'm sitting there like wasted going like, we means and uh, it seems like you have to do this. You just got to walk around like hit all the walls. <laughs> that was Corey. Was it? Yeah. Corey, Corey saw you hitting the the walls. Because I know the, uh, I know every single secret in that game. Mm-hmm. Like I know all of them. I, I love that game. And, so, and when the castle flips upside down and you get to do all the secrets all over again. But oh, then you need thanks like, for that spoiler. You need yep. bat, you need bat mode to fly up into them because everything's mm-hmm. upside down. It's so good. Yeah, it's what so twenty year old spoilers on Symphony yeah. of the Night here? <laughs> thanks. God. You're so behind God. on the times. Anyways, what else? Oh, what we did play paintball. That was fun. That's yes, not a video did. game, but it's like a video game. It was basically like real life Rainbow Six. It was awesome. That was like the, the, most the lamest version of Rainbow yes. Six you could possibly. <laughs> Whatever, man. That was the most fun I've had in a long time. Oh, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. So, anyways, what else? What has everybody else played? Um, I've played a smattering of things, not a whole lot. I did pick up the Mega Man 1 and 2 Legacy Collections for Switch, yeah. and I've played the first couple minutes of Mega Man 1. And honestly, <sighs> you can you can rewind all the way back to the beginning of the stage if really? you mess up that bad. Oh, that sounds oh my like, oh, like my kind of Mega Man yeah, right there. Yeah, so I, I'm, like, I'm <laughs> excited because I might actually finish a Mega Man game. At some oh, point man. in the next, uh, and and that's because it was cheap with uh, like the Best Buy Black Friday in July sale or whatever it was. Ooh, I missed that um, one. And yeah, the seriously. X, Mega Man X Collection came out this week. Okay, um, and I would like to pick it up eventually, but it sounds like it's a little rough on the Switch. So. Isn't there two parts to it? It's one and two, yeah. Okay, but I don't know. The X series was always great. 
I prefer the X series because of the dashing and the wall jump yeah. and stuff like that, which are things that I don't believe are ever a thing in Mega Man until no. maybe it seven and like, eight. I think it might be like nine or ten. I don't think it's in nine know. or ten because they okay. went back to like the NES okay. style of things with those. But um, no, so that's good. Uh, I played more Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. It's Woo. always good. Uh, yeah, I watched. You did. I watched a 22 minute speed run of that game and learned many new things. Yeah, he basically <laughs> speed ran it last weekend. It was pretty amazing. I got through the first. They they have like time limits that you can beat to get bonus points, and the first time limit on the first stage is like two minutes, and I typically come in like 145 or something like that. But when I tried the techniques that I used, I came in at like 45 seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and that was without having all of the, the locations of the children memorized. That's so ridiculous. So I have a feeling it could get better. No, you, I mean, you got to levels that I have never seen in that game. So It wasn't that far. I never got there as a child because I was very bad at the game. I just but. never... I don't know if I ever really got past the first level because I always just like getting in the last boss fight, making them do the Michael Jackson lean and then turning off the system. Yeah, I mean... That, <laughs> that's, that's, that's like winning, right? That's yeah, my, basically. Well, yeah, that's, you play out Smooth Criminal, the music video, and then it's over with. That's typically what I do to show people the game. Yeah. Uh, but there was one time I was at Willie's house and I brought it over and I showed it to him. And I think he was like, okay, and and I would just kept playing the game and kept going and kept going. <laughs> like, That's like, cool. You can stop like, now. You, you played that game for. So-. He told me like several months later. He's like, you played that game for so long. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I just- <laughs> but um, other than that, I don't know. There's a bunch of other crap that I have either purchased or uh, just kind of messed around with in the past couple of weeks, but nothing that really sticks out in my mind. Did you pick up Octopath or no? I did not pick up Octopath. Okay. I downloaded the demo. Because I wanted to give the like full trial demo another try, yeah. But I haven't as of yet. I just, I don't know if I, if I'm not familiar with the JRPG, I don't feel like I have the attention span to become familiar with the JRPG. Yeah. Like I think I could pull Final Fantasy VII out and play it to the end at this point. Right. But I like a new one with like new vocabularies and new strategies and things like that i i don't know i which makes me really sad because i want to be into these things but i'm just surprised that square hasn't brought out like the rest of the final fantasy library that they've redone for mobile on the switch yet like why hasn't that happened where's parasite eve i want to play that on switch where's vagrant story i want to play that on switch brave fencer musashi would be perfect for switch you would think that now that we're in a world where both consoles are like similar architecture they would make it so that you could play all of these things yeah. on everything but you would think how much developers love to re-release things just to make a quick buck that this would have happened as well yeah. there are certain games i would buy full price on switch we were just talking about this castlevania symphony of the night i would pay full price right now for that game to be on switch i want somebody to do a special edition of castlevania that has all of the features from the japanese saturn game nocturne in the moonlight in english yeah, yeah where you can play as um maria maria as well and like the the sections that they pulled out of the english version yeah. for some reason like the garden or whatever mm-hmm. yeah that'd be but. sweet yeah, no, I haven't been playing much else than that. But Brian, what about you? Um, it's been a long few weeks or so, so I kind of yeah. forgot what I've been playing. But I want to say, <laughs> I did play. No, yeah, I did play a little bit of Destiny. I know 1. you did. Gladish posted <laughs> we the just, video. Today. We had to okay. to see. Not much has changed since last time. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Glad to hear it. All right. Gojo hasn't been on in two years, but <laughs> since we, I don't know. 
yeah. when Destiny One was still relevant-ish to talk about. So. Well, yeah. no, it was it was way past the point where Destiny was relevant. Oh, okay. we were just still right. talking. We were about keeping it. the corpse alive. Right. Anyway, it, it was interesting to play though. It definitely feels a lot faster. We just did like two rounds of doubles Crucible, and surprisingly, the matchmaking didn't take forever. There's actually some people playing. Um, yeah. Uh, what else did I play? They are billions. They are billions, yeah. Yes, I did play that. I got my ass handed to me. I almost made it. And then, it like, I don't know this, if you guys are familiar with this game. I was yeah, going to explain the game for But a it second. is basically, you, it's an RTS where you have a town and you just are building it up and building up the defenses of it to survive like an onslaught of zombies that will eventually come. But there are also like smaller waves that come periodically like and just random stragglers. Yeah. Billions actually. Well, the the smaller smaller ones. Yeah. The the smaller smaller waves. waves. I would say they're more in like the hundreds. They're, they're pretty small waves. They They get increasingly larger. Um, They'll tell you which direction they're coming from, but that's not always good enough. Because it like the way the maps are set up, if they're coming from like the west and there's a lake in the way, they might split up into two groups, mm. stuff like that. Um, it's really cool. It looks good. It plays good. Um, it is very difficult. <laughs> I mean, all it takes is one zombie to get into like your tent area where all your settlers live, and they all turn to zombies, and then before you know it like a small incident has become a a large problem and uh hmm. yeah it's it's uh like i i managed to get uh, i think i had only one little wave left that was hitting me and then i finally lost because they can they come from all directions at the end of the game yeah and i had fended off all of them except for this one part that i i just neglected to reinforce the wall with extra extra it's always dudes. that one spot yeah Do all they it takes like, is like one little weakness what style of zo- are these like can, can you it, there's a variety of styles there's there's like slow is zombies this, are they're easy to kill world war z pile on top of each other to overcome your walls zombies? they do not do that okay they there That's are good. fat ones that are really good at just banging the way banging on the walls like till they crumble and then um they're basically yeah like siege zombies and then there's uh there's these fast ones that will actually jump over the wall Mm. but they're few and far between at least on easiest (laughs) yeah i couldn't even win on easiest (laughs) it's pretty sad (laughs) but uh i mean there's a learning curve as far as like the buildings go like any rts like learning the build order takes a while yeah um, but now that I have that down, I think I could restart it and actually make it all the way. That's cool. I, I, I never thought of there being like a real-time strategy game where you're dealing with zombies. Yeah, well, there's... there's like Sim, Sim City plus zombies is interesting. I assume me. it's inspired by StarCraft. The original StarCraft had a level that like you had to survive the night. Like Every time it was nighttime, you would get attacked by... Um, infested Terrans, and and then during the day you'd have time to Build like them. rebuild your defense and stuff. And I that's think that's cool. kind of where they got that idea. But they they've done a lot more. Yeah, they with made it. a whole game out of it. Yeah, 
That sounds I believe, cool. I believe the the other Fortnite mode that nobody plays because they don't want to save pay the for world it is also like that. Yeah, yeah. In some respect. Yeah. Well, this is single player only, top down. I don't think they have an, It's in early access still, but it's very polished. Hmm. Um, but I don't know if they plan on ending any sort of co-op or anything. But I think it would be really cool because I did. I actually I played some StarCraft Two co-op recently. Yeah. Which I had never explored that part of the game. It's like its own mode entirely. It has its own specific levels with like a, I mean, not really a narrative, but I mean, they, they give you actual mission objectives and stuff. And yeah, I assume if you did the normal missions with two people, you would just destroy everything quite quickly. Well, you also, you, you play as, you pick a character from one of the three races and they have a specific set of units that, that they're allowed to build. Yeah. And they also level up, and the more they level up, the uh, the more other units become available. Hmm. Um, that starts out really easy, and then it gets progressively more difficult. Like, way easier than even the base game. Interesting. But, um, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, and then, oh, Islands of Nine, the new Battle Royale game. I didn't play too much of it, though, because feel like it's kind of janky like i i was watching videos of it and stuff and i expected it to actually be kind of polished yeah i will say what is other what is than the, the first like couple days it does work better than PUBG did in its early days <laughs> like it, it 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 doesn't seem to have any issues with lag and like getting into games is pretty easy what what is different about this one other than it's uh smaller scale it's 50 people hmm. so the ma- matches are a lot shorter and they're a lot faster okay because the character movement's just way faster and it's not like i don't know it's it's janky still but it's less janky than PUBG, is it free I guess, or do you have to pay for it oh it, it costs money okay it's like 25 or 30 i think all right cool anything else brian that that I can think of. He'll remember in 10 minutes. I will, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Gojo? All right. Uh, I don't think I've played like a new game. Okay. In, uh, oh, I don't even know. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of uh, the Final Fantasy X remake. Nice. Um, because I guess I didn't play that enough when it came out. <laughs> and then when it came out again. I seriously, I probably have a thousand hours. Just total, like over like 20 different saves in that game. Uh, it's... Uh, top 10 game all time for me if nice. five of the top 10 are all the Metal Gear Solids <laughs> um, which they are uh, so it, that's actually more prestigious than it sounds um, <clears throat> the yeah it's the, the the it was originally the PS3 remake it's actually it's very good because um, it's not actually a remake they just didn't change anything at all about the game you got the international release of the game which okay. uh, I had never played Um doesn't really do too much. Adds a few new skills and um, some overpowered bosses to fight, which uh, <clears throat> which is good because I'm a little overpowered myself in that game. <laughs> um, and it's great. It's How great full is your sphere grid? Uh, it's 100% completely full. That's ridiculous. Yeah, with every character. Wow. I got that achievement the other day. I was like, well, all right. Um, oh, man. So, yeah, I, yeah, I've somehow surpassed my actual PS2 save, which is... 
That one was disgusting for decades. Yeah, like I did it in half the time too. Like PS2 <laughs> save is like 250 some hours, and this one I'm like it's like 150. You had like, like school in the way and stuff for the. Yeah, right, I did. Right. Yeah, I don't know how I did it. You know, um, <laughs> but you did crazy. it. I did it. I'm did proud it. of you. I'm. Oh my god. Were you playing it on PS4 or PC? Uh, I. Well, the original originally it was PS3, and then you can actually. Tra- I got the digital copy of the remake on PS4. Okay, uh, and I just you can just transfer your save, yeah, which is that's great. That's cool, um, and it transfers to the the Vita as well because oh, it really? came out on Vita. That's yeah. sweet. So th- that's Something great. Something came um, out on Vita. It's great. You can just take little Yuna and you can slap somebody with a stick, and it does like five nines worth of damage. It's fantastic. <laughs> ah, I don't know what that means, but it sounds like a lot. You know how like Final Fantasy games usually the damage max out at nine 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 nine. No, I he's don't. Never, I've never he's played, never played never. Final okay. Fantasy games. Well, they do, hmm. but now you just add another nine, so I'm doing like a hundred thousand damage and every you, hit. You it's know actually how, like, a big deal. Your Everyone white mage, <laughs> your white mage, and anything usually does no damage because they're made yeah. for magic. Yeah. Well, Yuna is the white mage and shouldn't be doing any damage. <laughs> Go- <laughs> Gojo's white yeah. mage is in god mode. <laughs> yeah, every character has 255 every stat, which is max, oh my god. except for luck, which is like 125 because it's very hard to level in that yeah, game yeah. if you ever try. Um, but Literally, that's high enough that like seventy five percent of my hits are criticals. That's ridiculous. Which, <laughs> which is great, but it also doesn't matter because they're doing max damage anyway. Right. So it's yeah. like I'm. I should stop playing that game, but I can't because it's it's the it's greatest so RPG ever. Yeah, probably. it's beautiful. Um, it's got a great story. It's character oh, development's God. great. Like when I was a, when I was a wee lad, I was like Final Fantasy VII is the greatest game ever, and then ten came ten, t- ten came out, and I was always like, well, this is also great. But I still kind of stubbornly clung to the uh, the commonly held opinion that Final Fantasy VII's like the best. It's not even close. It was only considered the best now. because it was the first 3D one, I think. Yeah. Like, it, I every, think it was, it, it's yeah. still a fantastic game, and the story is incredible, and it's it's transcended generations at this point to the point where we're begging for it to come out again yeah. in this remake that we're never going to see. <laughs> but... Uh. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I love ten. I thought ten I loved the characters in ten. Um the only like the music was incredible. Oh, like, music's so good. The new battle system, like the introduction of a new battle system was a good change for them because it was it was like different, but it wasn't so different that like it it shied you away from it. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I it's a good game. The uh, yeah, the the kind of I don't remember what it's called, but the more static time battle as opposed to the active from the earlier games. It's great because I would always end up in like seven or eight. I'd end up with all these abilities that I didn't want to like scroll through the menus to use because I yeah. only had like X amount of time to pick an attack. I'm right, like, just, right. Ah, just hit attack and then do it. But this one I can actually like just use plan Knights out of the strategies. Round and then you have thirty hours. W to... summon Knights of the Round. Go make a sandwich. <laughs> a sandwich. Take a nap. You can make a three course meal while that's going. <laughs> you set Knights of the Round and then you put Mimic on three characters oh and then God. you walk away for a day. Seriously, uh, it's great. And even after all that, one one of my Final Fantasy characters does more. Final Fantasy ten characters does more damage in one attack than like six Knights of the Round. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Suck it, Knights of the Round. Um, <laughs> I've also been playing uh, Far Cry two. Really? Yes. I got my uh, I got a PC back, so I can actually play my Steam games now. Oh, very uh, nice. I'm like you know what? I want to play Far Cry two. And uh, hot take, it's the best Far Cry. Really? I think so. Yeah. Now it's it's got a lot janky about it. Um, I don't. Has anybody played it? 
No, yeah. I no? St- I okay. came a in bit. at Far Cry Three. So okay. I Far had Cry a th- hard time dealing with malaria constantly. It's great, <laughs> man. So Far Cry Three is like as far as like mass appeal, definitely the best. But Far Cry Two is so, it's so interesting. It's just unique. Yeah, and it's like at once they hit three, it's like oh, we found something that that really works for us. Let's copy that in every game we ever do from yeah. now on. But Far Cry Two was like so experimental in a way. Like yeah, you. you Within the opening cinematic, you get bit by a mosquito or something, and you get malaria, and now you're dealing with this the rest of the game. Uh, you'll just Jeez. have malaria flare-ups in the middle of firefights, so you got to pop some pills real quick. <laughs> um, and it's just like everything about the game is just so uh, unique, um, which for like a you know a major what's part of a major franchise now a shooter for that is is not common to see they don't make that. they don't take chances like that they don't the know and what i love about it is you play you're, you're just like this random mercenary in africa and you're fighting a, you know this civil war you're not some like overpowered uh tourist who just lands you know and right. suddenly becomes <laughs> and suddenly becomes, becomes the local god killer. of war yeah right no you 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 get you get shot up you're better than everybody else but not like you're not just running train on whole villages you can't just go in and just <laughs> empty everybody out uh it started the the healing thing where if your health drops low to heal you have to do some kind of disgusting health animation to get health back yeah which was amazing at the time i'm like oh god why is my thumb facing that way and yeah, it's this great <laughs> thing you're digging bullets out of your thigh or something and like if you use a gun for too long it gets worn down and starts to jam and like it'll just jam on you in the middle of a firefight because you know you're in a civil war in Africa and you only have shitty gear. This all sounds very like Kojima to me. It kind of is. There's a lot of little systems that tie in and make every combat uh, encounter feel like it could go wrong at any minute. Yeah, well, you can you can like drop a torch and like light a field on oh fire. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah the it, fire that, in that this game, game pioneered is incredible. That. It wasn't three yeah. that Holy started shit. that. Yeah. So yeah, you could. So I would. I would clear bases out by like sniping from far away and blowing up all of the explosive objects. It would light the the brush around the base on fire and everybody just goes scrambling and it's great and things are just <laughs> blowing up. Ammo piles are exploding, the bullets are shooting everywhere, killing people. That sounds great. Um it's yeah, it's I mean the uh it has a lot of flaws um which I think is why it gets overlooked. Uh particularly the story is like it's not I think the story is great for what it is because it's not supposed to be this grand epic it's you know you're just a mercenary you're just working yeah. you're going to work um it's just an average day of work and you're just you know happen to be killing people in the middle of the civil war um but all of the audio all of the dialogue is like everybody's talking really fast with no like no intonation or anything they're not <laughs> they're not acting it's like somebody just put a script in front of them just just read those just words read this as read fast this. as you can yeah. just get this in we real gotta quick keep the file size down I, so i so. think that's what they did it probably is they wanted to add voice acting but they needed to get like a they had to stay within a certain length because it's file, still it's so. still old enough that's like that's uh, really funny that's like i think that's like early ps3 that era. was that was xbox wasn't yeah it? no that was no uh it wasn't, far cry instincts it was wasn't on 360 was, was on it? xbox if only we I think had it was yeah the internet fuck you it was um <laughs> but yeah it's one is of that it, what this is like i don't think they had figured out blu-rays yet or, yeah. Does, or so this is 2008 so it is like early ps3 360 okay yeah so did did it have a singular nemesis similar to voss and pagan men that was you could tell that's what they were going for, 
Because okay. your mission is you're going to Africa to kill the Jackal, who is this arms dealer. Yeah. And he, he if they had spent any time like building him as a character and allowed him to like speak like a normal human and not just yeah. race every word together like this and he just you know started quoting Machiavelli or whatever he's, <laughs> he's really weird um like you could tell if they made the same game and just actually took a like Far Cry three levels of care with the story yeah it, it would have been it would have been a masterpiece because that's what I think made Far Cry three was Voss was such a great enemy and Voss the dude who terrified him is so, so good you're so good I yeah I think that's when they figured out hey let's put character into these let's yeah for characters sure. for these games um and that was that was another big part of what made three so good uh if yeah if they had discovered that a little earlier um but then I think it would have undercut kind of the the gritty realism of two um Man, but I, but it I think, probably would have like made it everything you're also. saying about two makes me wish they put some of that into three. Like other than just like the name and like the idea of like stealthy jungle action game. Like yeah, if they would have injected a little bit of God. that extra creativity, three would have been a perfect well, game. Yeah, if you combine the the creativity and the like the gritty like hardcore stuff of two, yeah. and then like the story and setting of three, I think you would have had like the perfect the perfect Far Cry. The For perfect sure. Game. Um, because Far Cry Three, you can tell they've got an idea for a story. Yeah. Uh, about you know this just average white boy comes and he discovers kind of over time through harsh circumstances that he's just a born killer, and how he's losing his humanity over time. And they never really play with that. Yeah. Um, if they had, I, I think that that would have been fantastic. Would have we'd still be talking about? Well, we're still, we are still talking. I still about need Far to. Cry 3. I need to Fuck, play okay. five. I really like. I've been waiting for it to go on sale because I don't think it sold that well. But it it's still full price, and I refuse to pay yeah. full price for it. Yeah, has anybody played five? I mean, I know Rick. No, has, no one in the world okay. has played five. No, <laughs> I know. I know. No, like no one. No one bought it. Really I, no I will. One? I will get it. The debate is whether I want to buy it on PC or console. If I get it on PC, I'm going to need a bigger hard drive, though. So I played I just, it for five minutes at PAX. I just it kind of heard it was a lot more of the same. Which I just heard it, it was too open. It was too open world almost is what mm. the kind of the reaction. I well, heard. yeah, they actually took a lot of stuff out. Like you don't climb towers anymore and stuff like is it even an ubisoft game at that point no yeah i thought that no. was like <laughs> we what made qualifies it to Crytek Crytek again. Oh, they, they listened to our podcast and they took towers out of all i games. mean even in rainbow six they left tower in just take it the fuck out <laughs> take it out so now, oh now if only you had to climb him before yeah, you could instead win. Instead, you have to descend in tower in Rainbow Six, and that's awful. Apparently, now that they took out everything that people didn't like in Far Cry, now everyone can realize that Far Cry games are bad. So <laughs> next, uh, we'll go to some news. <laughs> what a shithead! <laughs> They're just not good. All right, so we're going to news. Is that what we're doing? Far Cry Two might be fine. I've, I've oh, never, you would hate it. I haven't played Far Cry I think One, you'd hate it. Two, Five, Primal. Those are the ones that I have not touched. Primal, oh my God. Instincts Primal was is, just, the, is so good. That. Primal was one? ridiculous oh in so many ways. It was it was fun, but it was also dumb. Like <laughs> the the fact that there is, and I have it on my YouTube channel. There's a, like a white trash caveman who he talks <laughs> like this, but in caveman speak, like he's got like oh he's got like this. Does like, he have a red hat with white lettering on? He might as well, man. <laughs> Oh Make Pangea great again. 
<laughs> oh god <laughs> make pangea whole again that's what it would be <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know i want them to go dumber i want them to put like like more ridiculous blood dragon was good blood dragon go further than oh that i want it to be just insanity is what i want it to be but i'm gonna add a quick a far cry from reality you could say <laughs> shut the fuck I'm gonna add a this quick. This is the last episode of the Midwest Game Nerd <laughs> Podcast. Just gonna unplug. This Couldn't now. even make it to hundred, <laughs> at least with me on it. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna throw in a quick fourth news story before we jump into what we actually had planned. But they, they did. They are. I don't know if it's actually out yet, or I think it is out yet. But they added uh, Rainbow Six uh, downloadable content to, to Wildlands. Uh, Ghost Ghost Recon Wildlands, and it's it's like some sweet mission where you're like hunting down Caviera. Which oh, sounds great. It's like Looks everyone's team killer extraordinary. Like you get to team go. up with like IQ, I think, or no, with Twitch and hunt down. Uh, really, hunt down. Oh, that's awesome. It it looks so cool. The trailer was really sweet. Um, it makes me want to play some more Re- Ghost Recon. I, actually, I just want to play more games in general right now. <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> any dead games inside. maybe. Any games at oh, all? Oh God! Has anybody fought the Predator in Wildlands? Um, oh man, we were playing it when Predator was around, but I don't think we even got the mission <sighs> prompt. Because Nick and I tried to do it, um, just the two of us, and it was not possible. Well, it was probably possible if we were a little bit better. Yeah. But we uh, surprised. We we aren't a little bit better. Um, we're just good enough to like beat the game and be fine. But we can't kill, <laughs> you know, the ultimate killing machine. Um, but it was sense. really cool. I don't. Oh my god! You probably have to do it from a chopper. I don't know if you. I don't know if you can. Really? Yeah. It's it's very situational. Like I think, like your radar is gone. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure he would shoot down a chopper if I try to get close. Plus, it's like in the jungle, so you know you'd have to fly around trees and shit. Yeah. He's like cloaking and going to different spots, and then he's got the shoulder cannon, and he'll uncloak and then just like shoot at you. And oh, if you, yeah, if you're not paying attention, you're done. Um, and I've shot him with a desert tech probably about 60 times and he <laughs> didn't die i'm like what the hell is this this is ridiculous the i've got the killing machine i've got the freaking cable gun here and i can't kill the predator come on <laughs> come on but it's right. awesome. yeah. yeah i didn't do that one i did the limited time big, the bigfoot dlc but that one was a letdown because it's not actual bigfoot oh it's just a sniper guy named bigfoot well that sucks yeah how do you know actual bigfoot what? Why are you why are you doing this right now? <laughs> <laughs> why, why you gotta be like that? <laughs> okay. Do we want to get on with some news? Yeah, we can no. keep moving along. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh Netflix has released a trailer for Castlevania season two. Yay. It is coming October twenty sixth. There are eight episodes rather than the four that came out uh two two years ago at this point. Yep. Uh I know John has watched it. Brian, you've watched it too. Oh yeah. Gojo, did you watch any of the series? Not even like a little bit at all. It's really good. It's really, really good. Just watch it all at once. It's like a good yeah. movie length viewing. Yeah. It's like a Castlevania movie. So um, I'm excited for more of it. The trailer looks great. Um, I don't know. If there's a whole lot else. Yeah, it's you it's guys are excited as well. Very I'm well super done. excited, especially because I don't really watch anime anymore. So this kind of gets me into it because it's one of my favorite game series of all time. Yeah, it's that fake anime because it's not even they're not like it's not a Japanese it's company. Made in the anime US or something. I just yeah. made that up. Is that a thing? Did it's anybody else find that? Because can know. we copyright anime. anime? Let's copyright that right now. <laughs> Twenty eighteen game nerds. Anime. I watched that. Lol. Watch Glow. 
So did I. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I started Glow. I need to actually continue. Is there a Glow video game? There I hope soon. Yeah, why isn't there? It would need to be on like like Commodore 64 or something. (laughs) Not new Glow, like old Glow, OG Glow. They might have knocked out some, I don't know, some shareware or something for Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Comes on a three Macintosh three by five disc. Yeah, you get one oh, character it comes on like for free. Eight of them. No, it comes on like the five and a half OG floppies. <laughs> yeah, and it's like Glow video game is handwritten on the yeah. label. Yeah, that's the game. <laughs> uh, I play the hell out of that though. Oh man, it'd <laughs> be pretty good. Brian, your story. Uh, Forza team is removing loot crates from Motorsport Seven. Yes. And they're going to avoid paid tokens in Horizon 4. Yes. I thought this is worth mentioning because it's a step in the right direction from a developer once again. Seven came out last year. Yeah. Right? And then Horizon. No, I'm sorry. I think seven came out last year. Yeah, you're right. And Horizons comes out this year. Yeah, seven came out last year. Yeah, Horizon will come out this fall. That's they just alternate years. Um yeah, nobody ever really liked the token thing either. Basically, like they would always give you some tokens for free with these games. Like that's been in the game in those games for years. And it's just like an alternate currency instead of the currency you can actually make in game. You can just use these tokens to unlock cars and uh you could pay real money to get tokens to, you know, just to yeah. as a shortcut to get cars. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean, not I don't, really necessary. I don't think it's a hot take to say I'm not really a fan of <laughs> of all of that kind of economy. But like, it's tough because, I mean, it's not exactly uh, a risk free uh, industry. You know, it's like game makers have to make money to make future games and to continue supporting games. For and, sure. Yeah. And you know, you can't really always do that just with the sixty dollars. You know, at at release um i mean that's like my question is like what what price point do games need to be to where we can stop doing that bullshit because i'm kind of tired of it personally and i'm if a game is going to engage me as long as some of these latest games have i'm willing to pay more money for them i bought rainbow six on two different things i've spent like (laughs) fuck like 150 dollars on that stupid ass game because i love it so much like you've paid like 200 dollars for destiny one and that's not even a complete video it's true yeah it is now. <laughs> I paid five years later. I paid $108 for Destiny 2 to buy oh the God. deluxe edition on PlayStation and the $8 version of, of D2 on my PC <laughs> when it was on sale at Best Buy. But yeah, like, I, I mean, what is the price point? Like, if, it, if it's 100 bucks to buy a game that I know is going to be done, for one, that's the biggest thing. Is it going to be finished? And two, is it going to have content that keeps me engaged yeah. f- that's worth $100? Like. Mm-hmm. I'll pay $100 for a game if that means I get that out of it. The thing to me is that it seems like the Forza games are the ones that you can go and buy like the $100 deluxe edition. That it's totally worth it. With I a did bunch last of stuff. time. You get it like three days early and there's more Five cars days. and stuff like that. But like if that is what it is, then you would think they wouldn't also have loot boxes and microtransactions like it, apparently that is not enough well to I have the diehards paying a hundred dollars for the game well because i mean or, the diehards make up what uh, at best like 10 percent of the people playing your game probably maybe, yeah. i mean that's not even this isn't even taking into account you know piracy and everything yeah. i mean you know 
it's game the quality of games needs to increase so much but the price point has not increased since what like maybe the 64 era like the games yeah. have been sixty dollars since like what PlayStation Two. The maybe? Car- cartridges sixty fours cartridges were sixty bucks. Oh shit! And, okay. Or like sixty four ninety nine, I think, is what they were priced at. Well, and that's then a little. On PlayStation the nose. Two games were like the peak of fifty dollars, and yep. then PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Sixties when everything bumped up to sixty. Except PC games stayed fifty for quite a quite well, a number of years usually, later. Yeah. yeah, I mean a lot of well, well they're still particularly even cheaper if you get them off of Steam. Like, particularly yeah. now because they don't have a physical component, right? Um. That's but even it, even but. like a lot like okay no if we take out the physical component of these games, I bought Destiny two from the store on mm-hmm. PlayStation in a box a code in a box that's yeah, what I you, did too or yeah or you get a code and it's I still paid sixty bucks for it yeah take the physical component of, like if we got rid of the physical component of everything which would piss off all the collectors like oh, anybody collecting that, yeah. games would be so angry like. What what is that? I mean, it's pennies probably for them to make a you know a package. yeah. It's certainly not a ten dollar difference right. per product, but and yeah, we all know they underpay their art departments anyways because that's how you do things in this world. Absolutely, but <laughs> I mean that's like I if I could just I don't know. There's I'm willing to pay more money, but the quality of the game has to be there. I, and I feel like with some of the more recent games, like you know, obviously like Rainbow Six is one that I'll use as an example because mm-hmm. I've played hundreds of hours of it at this point. And I continue to want to play it, even though I haven't played it in a while. But uh, it's like that's a game that the company is continually revisiting, and like all of their all the purchasable content is cosmetic. It has nothing to do with gameplay. Mm-hmm. That's I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with purchasable content, like cosmetic items. Totally cool with the, any the, of that. The difference with that game is it actually lets you buy the items you want, right? Which is fine. Like that's, that's random, that's what, yeah, I don't like having drop to drop a hundred dollars on on loot boxes in hopes that I might get. What that's I want. that's really sh- yeah, that, that's shitty. Yeah. Um, and if, that's you're, if you're paying money, you should get you should know what you're paying for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you shouldn't be buying lottery tickets to get you know I don't know a colorful helmet or something. Well, and that's that's where I think the industry is going to go with that because I think a lot of these um these a lot of these companies doing this sort of actual loot box like you know lottery sort of system are getting like in a lot of shit for allowing kids to quote unquote gamble with mom and dad's credit card like that's a problem and at least in like other countries around the world they're going to stop allowing that like that's you can't do that anymore or you have to at least give people the information to let them know what are the actual odds of them getting specific items like they like in china that's you have to tell consumers that exact statistic or else you can't have that they wouldn't care about stuff like that there but at the same time i mean the the we uh, we used to buy booster packs of magic cards and stuff like that and yeah it's similar to that but the difference is that like i couldn't just hit a button when i was a kid and continue receiving booster packs but the the difference if a parent puts a credit card on an account and the kid is like okay I'm going to keep pressing this button and I keep getting more like that, I think, is the big divide between those types of things. And the difference between like booster packs and like DLC loot box content is like you never you literally never knew what you were going to get. Like you had a general idea that you were going to get like 10 lands and like five cards that actually (laughs) mattered. The other difference is you could trade them for what you really want. That's true. And And you can't do that. with. It would be cost prohibitive to be able to purchase exactly what you want you know that kind yeah. of thing uh that's i that's the problem with I, like i have no problem at all with buying like cosmetic items uh for games oh my god did we pick that up um 
I hope so. <laughs> like I, I, even like for GTA, you can buy specific vehicles that you know. So you know, you can buy a, you could spend your mom's money buy a jet and blow up everybody in the game. It's like I certainly don't enjoy that, but I think it's important to. I think they should. You should be able to do that. Um, I. Th- it's. It just uh, needs to be transparent enough for yeah. people to understand. I will pay this and get this. Yeah, like the. If I'm gonna, you know, drop five dollars to get a couple loot boxes, and I get what like, I don't know, maybe some common boots or something. It's like you just you're just fucking with me now. Thanks, game. Yeah. Um, yeah, you remove the random element, and as long as. As long as continued microtransactions like this that are at least a yeah transparent and they're very clearly supporting the further development of this game or some future project, I mean, I I understand they they're not going away and they shouldn't. We just need to find a a better way to do them without dicking people over. There I was think. a big big news story that we missed was with uh, Epic Games has changed the split on assets that are sold through the unreal engine store so people who make assets that you can put in your game that is being made on unreal engine they used to get like let me look up what it actually was but they have because they're like because we are making so much money on Fortnite, we can give you creators more of the money that you would that that people are spending (laughs) so like at least in that sense, like, yeah, it takes it being the biggest video game in the world and making the most money that a video game will probably ever make. But the fact that it put Epic in a position and they were able to be like, you guys are making stuff for us. We're going to give you more of this money because we don't need that much of it back. Like they're taking, I think it's like 12% or something as like overhead for like hosting content and listing it on their store and troubleshooting and and customer service and stuff like that. They're making all that money. They should put some people back to work on uh, Unreal Tournament. What I really want to know... should make a new Epic Pinball game. I think so. (laughs) Epic Pinball. That that would be great. Epic Pinball is awesome. What I want to know is, what is it going to take for a game like Destiny and a developer like Bungie to turn around and create content like Rockstar does for Grand Theft Auto. Like what is it what at what point are they just going to be like all right fuck the subscription like the yearly subscription bullshit we're putting you guys through. Here's a bunch of awesome free stuff that's going to keep coming. Just keep buying all this other garbage that's in the game. Like sorry, Epic went from 70/30, so uh makers would keep 70% of the profits. Yeah. Now they get 88% and Epic Oof. keeps 12%. So Good for is, them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Epic's becoming a in, great developer. In that case of like you want Destiny to be that game, I think what it takes is like like look at the game, look at look at the games that are winning at this. You've got Fortnite, which is free. Literally everyone is talking about it from like third graders to Roseanne Barr on Twitter. Sorry, everyone. I just brought her up. It's but pronounced with a hard R. R. Roseanne. Oh, <laughs> lost me there. The um, yeah. But okay. and then you look at something like Grand Theft Auto Five, which came out for two different generations of consoles and is one of the most successful games. That is a paid game, right? And you still have to pay for it. Like, you have to get to that level. And Destiny has made a lot of money, 
but it has not made Grand Theft Auto and Fortnite money. But why? Honestly, question. Like, I mean, because it... it's a shitty game. <laughs> <laughs> now on to No Man's Sky. No, I think part of the re- the problem with Destiny is straight up Activision. Like, if they had a different publisher, I think maybe things would be different. I don't disagree with that. If Epic so. Games won the contract or whatever, or or awarded yeah. them the the well, ten year deal that they have. I think it's a matter of well, yeah, obviously it's easier for GTA to continue to support the game because yeah, it's Grand Theft Auto. It's in a class of its own as far as console games go. Um Destiny might I don't know if it's I don't want to say it's more it's well, it's not as popular obviously as GTA, but I think maybe it's I don't know, it's yeah, either a lack of imagination, maybe not coming up with that kind of like GTA just kind of came up with this business, yeah, business philosophy or well, not business philosophy, whatever. I don't know what's what model, but yeah, that's but the word everything I want. like you don't <laughs> yeah. you don't need to you don't have to spend real money in GTA. Like if you just right. play the shit out of the game, you can get everything you need. I mean, mm-hmm. same thing with Fortnite. If you play the hell out of the game, there's a lot of stuff you can get. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so it's it's a matter of. I mean, the same argument can be made for Destiny. If you play the hell out of Destiny, there's a lot of stuff you can get, no, but except, you have to play a lot more. But you can't. You can't and you don't play a whole bunch of Destiny to play the next DLC. Right. Um, and you can't play a whole bunch of Destiny to choose that specific cosmetic item that you may want. Right. Like you have to go through the process of getting the stupid bright engram thing to like yeah, turn I mean, they, into whatever they, you want. They totally dropped the ball not letting you throw them $10 for the Thriller dance again. I would have would gladly have. done that. Yeah, uh, when they did away with like purchasing silver with you know real people money, I was like, why would you, why would you do that? Why? That's I, people love loot boxes. Or people be like, no, microtransactions are stupid. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I like then I don't know. Don't buy it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, that that was probably a poor business decision. Um, kind of made because people hear microtransactions and they start you know throwing holy water and well, putting up the cross and stuff. And but the it's scale like scale of support that rockstar puts behind grand theft auto of like here are new heist missions here are new game modes that you can play online here's all this stuff like if if we'll we'll see it with like the division two because the division two the first year of stuff is all free and maybe they'll be like all right year two is free too because you guys are giving us enough money elsewhere like Like, if it, it just it's kind of a different framework of video game and it's not like grand theft auto is a great experience to play you hit go on that, and it, I mean, come back next year, and maybe it'll be through the loading menu. And yeah, then, like, <laughs> that's is, the problem. It is just so poorly optimized. Like, they are literally, like, copy and pasting code in a lot of places in a system that's not designed to hold any of that. I would play a lot more if the game would load ever or correctly <laughs> half the time or, you know, wouldn't. Like, after I did a mission, I wouldn't lose my friend that I was playing missions with to yeah. a different game. And that's a game with the scale of that world. Something yeah. like Destiny is way smaller than that. And they still fuck that. And they still have <laughs> trouble, like, generating that content enough. So I'm pretty like, sure they just don't have tools good enough. To, I, which is crazy because they had that problem with like, Destiny One, that, yeah, and they that made was, it better. That was the problem with Destiny One, and then they optimized their tools to make to to be able to release content faster. Was like what we were sold. Oh, by the way, there's only one raid when you had three this time. It is with really Destiny big. One. Yeah, it, it, the, you know. I think you need to. 
everybody should well not every game i don't want to speak for everything but destiny at least should move to more like the gta kind of model where there's constant there's maybe a constant revolving door of content if maybe not old raids leave or something but you should i i I don't know if always moving to the next big expansion is really the best way to do it anymore um like yeah if you just had maybe like weekly or monthly new content like new missions or you could they could even and be I, little I think, ones that you piece together with i think that's the direction assets. that they're heading with it at least i mean i haven't been paying a ton of attention to it anymore because i just don't care about destiny as anymore oh man but i mean the new wait what podcast is this <laughs> it's, no it's been longer. a couple of years man <laughs> it's, yeah but i mean the direction they're moving it sounds like that's what they want to do. They want to have more content more often, but then they also have this like I don't even remember what they're calling it, but like their new their version of like the Game Pass for like Fortnite, where like it has like they're doing like these other additional updates that like you kind of have to pay for is mm-hmm. kind of what I got out of it. I could be completely wrong, but yeah, I think I, you're completely wrong. I that's think fine. I think we are seeing Ubisoft become more Ubisoft, excuse me, become more successful with a more Grand Theft Auto style thing. The Wildlands stuff is all free. The Rainbow Six stuff is technically free. You can pay for it to get it faster, but yeah. you can get all of those operators yeah. just yeah. by playing the game. I mean, even playing casually, I feel like you can unlock an operator every month and a half or two. Yeah. I'll keep throwing Ubisoft money in Rainbow Six if they can keep spitting out quality games like the latest Assassin's Creed, like Ghost Ghost Recon, I, like Mario plus Rabbids. Like that's if, kind of if we keep make, getting content like that out of them, I'm I'm they can keep, I'm not always pleased with their mind. games, but I never feel like I'm getting ripped off. They're always full of content. Yeah. So, game makers, if you're listening, step one, make a good video game. <laughs> step two, finish it. Anyway. <laughs> Let us put a tip jar in there that gives us costumes and shit. Pretty much. Yeah. But, but make sure it's done. The step game has to profit. be done. I was going to say towers. Oh, yeah. More, step more climbable towers. towers. Yeah. More we wanted towers. less before. Now we need at least a few. Yeah, Just a couple of towers climbing. Actually, well, that's I think that's one of the things about uh, Anthem, at least that I'm looking forward to, is the verticality. It's more vertical. Yeah, I like that aspect of it. Like, and that was what I liked about Assassin's Creed and uh, Far Cry was climbing the towers and being able to look out over things and see. Like, I liked feeling like the world I was in was actually huge. You know. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. part of the benefit of riding yeah. the mountain all the way or, to the you know, top in Grand Theft Auto, stealing and then a plane. jumping off of it and flying down. You know, <laughs> like that's cool to me. Man, so. trying to ride a motorcycle down Mount Chalade is so good. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can ride it down like five percent of the way and then slide the remaining ninety-five right. after you've fallen off and and then get wasted. <laughs> you got to start up on the lift building yeah, and then that's jump the from there. I don't. I don't do vehicles with wheels anymore. It's all propellers. <laughs> I, I literally fly even, to the bank. He's like, even got okay. a hat with a propeller on top. Oh, my God. Just <laughs> and then I take off. Yeah. All right. And then our final news story. Uh, John, this is you. They're bringing out a new Commandos game and a remaster. I am beyond excited for this because I never... Oh, this is one of my favorite games yes. from... This is fr- one of my favorite games from, like eighth grade maybe it was a real-time strategy game where you had a select number of particular operatives who had special abilities that could go in and do certain tasks 
uh, to help you reach a final task permission, like invade an enemy's base and steal X amount of intel, yada, yada, things like that. From like an overhead RTS. Yeah, it was three, view. three quarters view, like yeah. very much like Diablo and yeah. anything like that. Um, it's turn based, right? No, it's not turn based at all. Oh. It's real time. Oh. It's awesome. It's such a great game. Uh, I'm really excited that they're actually going to remaster it because and that is a lot like Shadow Tactics. <laughs> okay, I never play. I haven't played Shadow Tactics, so should, I shouldn't tell you. Should, yeah, check it out. It's, it's cheap, it's, right? Uh it's on Switch. I don't know. It's not. It's, I got it on Steam. Actually, I, I got it, it like for 40. free from Twitch Prime. They give away a lot of really good games. I mean, mm. make a note if you make have a note Prime. Pick it up sometime because it sounds like it sounds like. I think I have it, and you can okay. play my stuff. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't have time to play anything right now. Right. But mm-hmm. when I do have time. After the wedding, I will play a lot of games. I'm not leaving the house for like three weeks. <laughs> That's a lie. I have to work too much. Um, but yeah, this this Commandos is a really great game, and they did have a sequel that I never played because, again, like I was discussing with you guys earlier that I never got far enough into the first game that I felt I, I was okay to go get the second one because this game did not run very well on the computer that we had. I just remember it being a really fun game that I wanted to spend more time playing, but the computer we had was so, it was so slow. It just couldn't do it. So I'm really pumped. Uh, I look forward to playing the remaster uh, on my awesome gaming PC that I now have. (laughs) Hopefully it runs well. Yeah. uh, Calypso, it says developers Calypso. Yeah. Yeah. They did a um, a kind of a, what sounds like a similar sounding game called Crooks with a Z because, you know, video games. Um, the big heist, and yeah, you were playing as like a like seventies like thieves. And okay, you hit, did like bank heists and jewelry heists and stuff. It was uh, every game I've played from that particular company is like this is a great idea, and you did it sort of all right. Um, oh. That's kind of the game. It's it's good. Like the, I, it's not. It's uh, it's, it's not, not even great. that old. No, kind of looks uh, like an uh, isometric um, um, Monaco. Absolutely. I was yeah, gonna yeah, say yeah. Monaco it's is a cool. good heist game it's that I would lot, like to play more of. Yeah, it's it's got it's got kind of a Monaco type feel to it, just you know, real graphics. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and probably not as good, but it's it's definitely worth checking out. Um, it looks like it has great hair. Oh well, yeah. Well, that's important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Commandos. Ten bucks. Commandos would be a cool game to have to play multiplayer co-op with to have other people play the different oh, operatives because yeah. I just remember it there didn't being have co-op did it I remember there being instances no there are instances where you had to set certain things in motion with one character while you were doing things with another yeah. character and that being slightly frustrating but that was also my feeble eighth grade mind who didn't really care about anything well and the mechanics of games at the time yeah were clunky yeah so but it's uh yeah you had well that's the thing is you had to know the hotkeys for each of the characters yeah so you knew, like, when you clicked on that one, what you had to press to trigger specific abilities and things. Like, it was, it's a cool game, though. Uh, if anybody has a chance to check it out, if you have a, a game, uh, uh, you know, some kind of PC that can play those old-ass games, like, it's worth it. It's worth checking out because it's still, it's fun. So, yeah. All right. You guys want to talk about No Man's Sky? No. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Let's just wrap it up now. Okay. Let's talk about Far Cry 2 again. Yes. Oh, my God. Did I mention the malaria? <laughs> I feel like we just did this two years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago, though. Uh, the same exact people. So, No Man's Sky came out with a big update this past week. It is also now out on the Xbox One for the first time. Yay. Uh, it is, I believe, $50 on the Xbox yeah. One. Um, but... So they they put out a a big update. It's the next update. 
it's called next and it's update 1.5 oh, um, that's confusing yeah. <laughs> so who's on first um, what happens when the next what's, update what's the comes sequel going to be called so basically next next they're just going to call them next forever beyond uh no man's sky after next i believe is what it will be anyone's but, sky um, so this update actually has multiplayer you can play with friends and you can go beat people up and take their stuff you can fight epic space battles with your friends. Um, there's also a lot more. Uh, I mean, in the past two years, there have been a lot of things built out with like doing mission boards and quest lines and and things like that. Settlement so, building. Yeah, settlement that was building. Not part of the game. So we figured it would be a little bit more uh, prudent to come take a look at how the game has developed over time and uh, just see how this new update is. Uh, so, yeah, Gojo, I think you have been the one who has played most in the interim. Yeah, I've uh, basically every time a, a major update has come out, I've kind of popped on and, and well, not popped on. I've got about 200 hours in the game. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Jesus. No, I, like, so I was a little different, I think, than most people I've talked to who who've, were excited about this game, who, like, followed it closely, you know, when the developer was making all these grand uh, statements about what the game would be. I didn't know any of that. I just knew that it was this big thing, and it was it was just what everybody was talking about. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pick up a copy. This I'll pick up a copy. big explorer and sandboxy game yeah. where you travel worlds. Which, yeah, sounds, which sounds like something you would It like. sounds great, yeah. Um, How many lanterns do you have? <laughs> you can make your own lanterns, dude. I could make a planet full of have lanterns. You made it so you can't look at that planet from several galaxies away. <laughs> no, you know, it He's does that on its, its own. own sun. <laughs> it, it does that on its own. It just crashes when you look at things. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, um, this game gets a lot of hate for something. For It, it doesn't, des- it gets a lot of hate it doesn't deserve just because of uh, the promises that were made. Uh, it's, I, I think the biggest pro I think I said this when we recorded the about when the game came out the biggest problem with it is still that it's a, a full price game um if this game was like 30 or forty dollars it'd be perfectly worth it I'd it's have 30 no bucks complaints. on steam there it's you on, go it's on sale this week so bang, bang, you want it. yeah, yeah it, that's the perfect price point for it because for I mean technologically it's uh, what you can do in this game is amazing um just just in basically infinite galaxy or universe full of uh star systems you can go to them you can land on them you can walk just it's it's mind-blowing to me still um and they've over but back then it wasn't really a game it was just kind of like a glorified tech demo almost a walking, it was very so early yeah. access yeah um without being an early access game yeah and i think once once whatever the update was that let you do like bases and stuff that, that was, was foundation i think foundation yeah i think that was Sounds about right. Oh, it's 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 gotten a lot better with every. <laughs> oh dear. Um, you're logging into you're logging the No Man's, into the Sky, no Man's Sky website. website. From oh link man, off of that. Anyways, yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah, every oh, update they can't has, even has code their own website. Um, and then yeah, once once you can get like a freighter, once you can make your own base, uh, it, it kind of there were things to do, um, which the game desperately needed. And I I think still, if you're just looking for kind of a just a chill experience to just kind of go home relax fly around see some worlds do a little bit of exploring you won't really get a lot of rewards for it but it's it's a it's a just a fun way to relax and play a game you know it is chill yeah mostly except for today i had an interesting adventure but i'll get to that (laughs) well and i guess so uh did either you guys get a chance to play any multiplayer 
Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I, I played. Had a, I had a guy pop into my session. Okay. Yeah. Played with Josh, aka Fuzzy, Bojangles. So what did what did you think? Of, like, I think the multiplayer is probably the biggest thing from the next update. What did you think about that experience? Um, it was a little janky. Like, it didn't uh, update properly. Like, wh- where, where our location was, was icon yeah. wise. Like, it still said he was on a planet when we had left it like ten minutes ago. Yeah. Um. But other than that, it seemed like pretty lag free and we were able to run around and like do stuff. Yeah. We, we, I had built a base on a floating rock yes. on a planet and he didn't realize it was a floating rock and fell off the edge <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then didn't have enough uh, fuel, fuel oh. to summon his vehicle down to him. <laughs> yes. So I ended up using like the terrain manipulator tool, which didn't exist i'm pretty sure when i started the yeah, game yeah originally correct uh and i built like a i jumped down there and then i built like a land bridge back up oh that's awesome oh my god and nice. uh yeah so that was interesting that's you're playing on pc right yeah okay and you start when you started it you played on ps4 right correct do you like it better with mouse and keyboard um, as far as like building and mining and stuff, yeah, I like using mouse yeah. and keyboard. Flying with a mouse and keyboard mm. kind of blows. I heard that. Especially when you get into combat, which I hadn't done <laughs> until today. The combat, combat is terrible the with the mouse and keyboard. combat's kind of rough with the controller, too. It's, it's, a li- it's, it's manageable, it's yeah. but it's, it's, it's a little rough. Yeah. Well, apparently, if you attack a freighter... They just keep attacking you till you die. Oh, basically. Yeah, yeah, oh much. God, yeah. If you get in like space trouble, like if you're on um, on the planet, you can sentinels are e- the little sentinel bots are yeah. easy to get away. So if you do that in space, you're fucked because they well, send five waves after you have to beat everyone, and they're worse each time. It's like just just quit the game, God. Yeah, I ran <laughs> out of I ran out of yeah. resources to put into my shields. Yeah. <laughs> so then I just like had a chase. Well, they were like chasing me to the nearest planet. And I went down to the surface and I was like weaving in and out of terrain trying to not get shot. And then I eventually landed and then they took off. But every sentinel in the area started attacking me Mm -hmm. instead. So I used the terrain manipulation tool and burrowed underground and then closed myself off. Span knows what's up right (laughs) now. That's (laughs) that's apparently how you have to do it. Like the, the sentinels can be relentless. Like I... I shot at a few sentinels, and then I was like, oh, my God, they're going to kill me. And then well, I got in my ship and fired off the ship, and then I got people on me in space. And then yeah. I killed them, and then I went back down onto land and, like, hid in a corner the, and somehow got Dark away. corners, man. Dark the corners problem is I'm not sure if I'm, like, still wanted in space because the entire, that, like, armada is up in space above that planet. Mm. It, uh, I, have, I don't have too much space experience as far as that goes because I know I, you got to keep your nose clean up there. But uh, usually, once your wanted level goes away, it's it's gone. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I don't think you. That's not gonna like negatively it, affect it, your standing. It's not anybody. like you know, three weeks from now, I'm gonna go back to that town in Skyrim and it, they're gonna want my a, head on a it's pike. Not, <laughs> it's not like Red Dead Redemption, like wanted level online type of stuff. But I would no ma- five I would just stars totally in GTA a reference right now. But I don't know if you guys would appreciate it. <laughs> but. Uh, now, I played a little bit of multiplayer. It was a little clunky because the person I was playing I was playing with our friend Nico, Nico popped into my game, but he started a new game. So his starting plan, it became the same as mine. And then eventually he could not find the hermetic seal you need to make to like fix one uh. of your... Like, 
the 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 icon for it was actually on a different planet. Ah. Uh, so, but it turned out that I could make one for him and then give it to him. Well, that's cool. Which Teamwork, was good. Man. One thing I did notice that is nice is like if you interact with uh, like alien artifacts and stuff on the planet, or like um, loot those, like the buried things that give you buried the uh, whatever resource you need to get blueprints and yeah. stuff um those are all relootable by other players oh that's cool it's so you the other player has to go there to get it yeah but uh but they can it's not like yeah you're consuming like okay, they're in the same okay. spot and stuff because like josh had like excavated one of those already and it showed up on my map and i was able to loot it again what i will say is that it's a little the multiplayer is a little rough in the sense of like if you do go get missions from the mission board like see i don't know where the mission board is in the space station it's up there in one of the alcoves with the aliens because the the aliens told me about it but then i couldn't find it it's to the right next to the faction guy okay do you right when you're flying in. Also, yeah. I don't understand why the teleporter doesn't work. I don't know if that's part of the story or Probably what. Because I, the telepor- I built, <laughs> I built a teleporter at my base. Yeah, and where is it? Theoretically, you to? it should let me teleport to it from a uh, star, like a star base or whatever. I think you have to um, space station. Do you have I to? I think you have to use, use it, it first. I use think it from to- the planet to go to the space station. It's oh man, it's been a while. Yeah. Um. I I. Wait. Okay. So you built a teleporter, and you can't use it from there, or you can't like teleport. I tried to it, it both ways. It okay. didn't work. Well, it, just it could says just it's be offline. The, the game is kind of broken yeah. right now. That could also be. Yeah. It. <laughs> the other. Well, the that's other, disappointing because it was a lot of resources at the time. The one thing that I'm also a little bummed about is that they still haven't made it that easy for me to go back to somewhere if I haven't made a teleporter on that planet. Yeah, well, that's why I made a teleporter, so I could get back there. But now I'm like three system, like yeah, three hyperspace jumps away, and my base is left behind. Mm-hmm. Like, Which, it wasn't a very good base anyways, but it, still. So you can, uh, you can set a waypoint to systems you've been to before? Um, in, from your options menu, you okay. just just if you find a planet and you're like, I like this planet, just make sure you upload it because it'll be a lot easier to find it in the future. Okay, um, especially if you name it. Yeah, if you name it like Dick and Balls or something. Yes. Oh man, I named these two planets that were right next to each other, Cox and Dicks. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Those are probably gone now, but the, I'm gonna all the it planets. Again. All the planets I discovered early on were all named after the Midwest Game Nerds podcast. Mm-hmm. Like they all had MGNP in the title. <laughs> I think those have all been wiped since. Yeah. Unfortunately, did they? they did they, wipe they everything? did do a couple wipes, but mm. um, probably yeah. if of you all the, find it out there, probably because they know. had a galaxy full of cocks, cocks and, and dicks. dicks. <laughs> <laughs> probably cocks, yes. dicks, and balls. Oh man, um, I think I named an entire system poop. Literally everything in the same like I like, like you don't know what even all the fauna like, poop, poop, and poop, 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 poop. yeah yeah it's just literally anything I can name was all named poop it was great it gets tiring coming up with names after a while it does you know? like, like if you actually spend the time to do all that it's fun for like a half second and I mean that's that was the early game was like it was fun for a half second to like fly to a planet discover a few things and then go to the list of like okay these are the other discoverables that I need to find. And then you just look at it and you're like, well, fuck, there's like 14 other creatures I, get I need tired to discover. Just like, things it I'm takes just going to fly to another planet that has fewer creatures and then here's, figure that out. Here's like, what I will say, and, and then we can get to some of Brian's, Brian's thoughts coming back to the game from a while. But today, I hopped into a system after a hyperspace jump, and there was a space battle going on. 
and because a freighter was under attack and i fought off all of the people attacking the freighter and they the actual freighter, people the freighter ca- no they were not okay. actual people they they were enemies in the game bots but the freighter the freighter captain hailed me on my ship and was like hey come talk to me in my ship so i went and i landed in a freighter yeah I did and then that. i got out and talked to him and he's like hey you want to control this shit? And I was like, fuck yes, I do. And now I have a freighter. And I he can just send gave it, it to on, you because yes, he's. Well, I, yes. yes. Yeah. You I know, can, I found out today they cost like 13 million or yeah, something. Unless you like, show huh. the captain how big your dick is, then he yeah, just it to yeah. you. Show it's, him cocks and dicks. and uh, Show him all the cocks and dicks. Yeah, yeah, and then you okay. use the cocks and dicks to take out all the other cocks and dicks. And then everybody gets the cocks and dicks. Yeah. And then Alex walks away with a giant freighter shaped like a dick. And then he can fly <laughs> from the cockpit. That felt cooler to me than anything i did previously in this game. oh absolutely yeah except for when i walked into a cave and there were a shitload of vortex cubes on the floor and i was like i am rich now that was awesome too you got lucky i haven't done that yet oh they're not worth nearly as much anymore yeah but i harvested some weird pearls out of the albumin creepy pearls. eggs yeah. i don't know what to do with those yet sell them they're taking up all my inventory sell space them. though sell them immediately Sell that shit. Yeah. I was no, just hoping um, to open up the egg and get attacked by a face hugger, but that, that didn't happen. Uh, it happened to me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's these like fucking blobs that spit acid. That's at you part of the new update, gas, like, I believe, too. Yes. Is yeah. that weird alien race? Yeah. But anyway, I think the game has come a long way from where it was. Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. definitely like I'm more intrigued to screw around to keep because going. I feel like there's just a lot more going on yeah but i'm still having like the same issues i had originally as far as like its playability goes like the inventory is just way too fucking small i mean like how am i supposed to even build anything when i need like these three resources and then i don't even have room to carry them around you gotta I, that's, build that was, that's, the, that's the point of the game like the i think the majority of my initial playthrough was upgrading my suits and things that, so that yeah but i haven't even seen shit. a suit upgrade yet for i think that space. is the treadmill of this game like i think i like it's your grind that yeah. is the gr- is is like but okay i'm getting a bigger ship that has more stuff i'm getting a new weapon that has more slots i'm getting a new suit I'm getting upgrades to my That's suit. That's fine, to get more. but it's just too soon. Like I can't even get like a good start in the game because I have to constantly be deleting shit or ignoring things that you I want to sell up. it more. I, I think. think it's like a lot like kind of a lot like a like a like a Fallout or something. You need to learn you're learning what it is well, you need to pick Fallout, up because there's though, all this shit to pick up. And I'm like, well, uh, I've got these albumin pearls. I'm like, these are cool, right? But you can't do anything with them. So you kind of you're kind of learn. You have to look at like. You get, you're still learning what's trash and what's yeah. not. So you have to learn, like, well, what's the next thing I want? Um, well, do I do I need this upgrade that's gonna that's gonna let me survive longer on this planet? Uh, okay, what do I need for that? And so, the early game is just is just building yourself up to to so, and then eventually, you know, you learn how to craft. I don't know, like a signal beacon that can help you find those drop pods that let you expand yeah, your suit. Yeah, you just need to like um, choose your role early on as to like how you want to play and then as you do that you'll discover other things that help you kind of branch out. But And in the defense of the game... I don't know why I'm talking. I don't even <laughs> fucking played it in two years. <laughs> in the defense of the game, I think now I, I deleted my save and started a new one from here. Obviously you did that too because you didn't have it on PC. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think if you just follow the next steps of the game you don't have to worry about any of that because you shouldn't be going and finding like fucking pearls and shit anyway. Because it's like, hey, build this, 
jump to space, find this thing. Well, go I'm here, beyond that. that. Like, I got to the point in the game where it's like, do you want to keep you going along with this or do you want to do, do whatever you want? But even long before that, I was running out of space just from collecting the shit around me. And, I, and then being told I needed all this other shit but I, I that think, I left on the planet, the last planet, you know. I don't... It, my problem is, okay, like Fallout, okay, yeah, you have a limited amount of reef, like uh, inventory space and whatever, but you can drop shit on the ground and then come back and pick it up. Like, you can't do that in this game. It's gone. You have to discard it. I, There's, there are no stashes. There as far are as stashes it, okay? that you can build. Well, I haven't found that yet. Like, Yeah, you like, can build think, vaults for your base. Like, I think you yeah. eventually get there, and I think it will all be When there. I eventually get there, I think but, I'll be very but content. I, I, I just want to say, I don't have that problem at all, because I'm just like, oh, I'm not using this right now. I'm going to sell it, Yeah, but I, I don't even know what planet. Some of the stuff I found is like, I don't even know what it is or yes. whatever. Sell it anyway. That, that's the thing. Nothing, <laughs> There's you're not going to come across anything in the game that's that important, okay. that you're like, I need this now. I'm, I don't know what it's this is. It's not like that one weapon that you may never see ever again. Right, yeah, there's... Like, there's not really anything unique. Um, it's all resources. And once you learn where those resources can be found, or you can find you them can... on any number of planets. Very yeah. so toxic it's... planets that look like yeah. shit. <laughs> can I ask a question? Yes. No. How cool is the character creator? It's it's, it's not bad. It's all right. It's decent. Yeah. Um, I honestly, that was very cool just to actually be something now are you um, really do you get to like pick your facial features yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah it's so you it's, can choose like a race too yeah so yeah. i could be like one of those like geck dudes oh, hell yeah. back in yep yeah i'm one of those any, i want to play the game i just <laughs> I have no, i don't have any shit, fucking time I man i get it god no, it's it's uh it's not like saints row level but okay. it's better than most games. Uh, okay. The character. Yeah, nothing's honestly. quite on the level. Can you, of can you alter like eye spacing and things yeah. like that? And, yeah. Okay. That's um, cool. So it's a little more elaborate than I was. Expecting. No, it's, it's pretty, it's not super in depth, but it's, it's, do you get to choose your, your spacesuit color? Six or seven out of 10. Oh yeah. yeah. You can change Everything all the colors. colors. Fuck yeah. I hope yeah. this game sees sea of thieves and they start to like build off of each other. I think, Having, they, they are kind of similar. They, I, yeah, it's like Space Sea of Thieves, although it yeah. would be way cool if you could FTL that shit and have four people operating like a freighter. Yeah. That'd be awesome. It's like sea We're not of, there yet. Sea of Thieves. I could see a world where it gets there. But yeah. yeah. I would imagine, like, it, you know, assuming I still had the PS4 version, I could dock on your freighter and oh, yeah, no. get a oh, ride. Probably. Yeah. yeah. If we were in the, if you were playing in my, like, yeah. instance or whatever the hell it is but that's the, seamless by the way at least yeah. on pc like yeah people no, it is. just drop in leave the, whatever the other thing i will say i wish with the multiplayer so i i think we were talking about this and then i got interrupted but the with the mission board people you're with don't get the missions that you have picked up oh, it's kind of like destiny dailies where you need like everybody needs to go to the board to get the mission does, i don't know if everybody has the same missions does that not. include the the freighter missions because there are missions you can pick up on the freighter that I I was under the impression were like group missions. That I don't know. Okay. That I'm not sure because I just got to the freighter. But I know that with the ones that are like go kill 14 of these creature, creatures so, or stuff mm -hmm. like that, not everyone will get it. They can help you do it if that's your mission. Okay. But they will not necessarily be able to like turn the in the quest okay. and get the That's where they need it. to learn from Sea of Thieves. Yes. 
everybody who's like but, in your party. What's she talking about that game? Because because No Man's Sky, you you could I could be in your game and I could maybe just like drop on your world. I'm like, hi, how are you? And then I could leave and I could go do my own thing and we could yeah, definitely oh yeah. be. In, you can go so, anywhere you want, really. Yeah. So I mean, we own. could be in a party, but we're not doing the same shit. You no, know? that's yeah. true. Uh, but I wish there was a way to be like, okay, let's link up. We are. Yeah. Yeah, that we would are be good. we are drift in the in the drift compatible. Oh my drift God. compatible uh, in the in the Jaeger. Yeah, and we Jaegers. are going to go and <laughs> hello games, please. <laughs> the, there is friendly fire too. Yeah, I found yeah. that out. You can hurt each other. You can take people's stuff. You can uh, do all that kind of stuff. So, luckily, I haven't run into people being dicks yet, but I'm sure they're out there. I are you gonna? Can you run into other players that are not in your game? Like, are, are people, are we all in the same universe you here? You can join others' games. Right. I think, like, because when you start up the game, you can say, play my game open with other people or join someone else's yeah. game. But it's not, it's not, we're all just on some, like, you, got, you don't have, like, 500 people on one server and it's... I don't think it works yeah, that okay. way. I think if you hit join someone else's game, I think you start where you were, but you will be in that instance with somebody Good. or, okay. you know, that kind of thing, okay. so... So uh, actually, you both you guys started a new game, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I did not, and uh, it, it's not it does not work very well. I kind of figured because yeah. they've changed a lot about the different elements that are around and how oh, those yeah. are like the grouped and refined and things yeah. like that. Yeah, I will so, say I do really love the refiner. There's like a refiner now, mm-hmm. and you can use the refiner. You can put ferrite into the refiner to make pure ferrite, and then you can take that pure yeah. ferrite and put it in the refiner and make magnetized ferrite. So you can like upgrade the, the, resources. the resources that you have to you can, like build different things. You can things. downgrade them too. You can take your magnetic ferrite and make it into more pure ferrite. Mm. Because I ended yeah. up with an absolute dickload of magnetic ferrite because like so much of my stuff... Because I basically... The day before this came out, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go say goodbye to my base. I'm going to go say to goodbye to Gojo Outpost Alpha. Uh, and I just moved <laughs> everything out. I put it in. I have six ships and I filled them all up with stuff from my vaults. And I, just, I didn't know you could have more than one ship. You, once you get a freighter, you can have six. Um, oh, well, they there just, you go. They're just all on the freighter. So I've got like three haulers. Uh, I've got one ship that I've just customized straight for battle, and I, I actually never use it. Um, because it's not really that much of a difference. And then I've got one that looks really sweet, and then I've got the one that I use. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just loaded up all my ships. Um, I said goodbye to my base, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to hurt. On planet Mothra, uh, I just waved to it, turned off the game, came back, everything had changed. I was like, it was gone. Yeah. Um, but all of those, like everything I had, had turned into a different element. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 what's going on now? So I just started with like... 15,000 sodium, and I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with all this? <laughs> Jesus. You can uh, uh, recharge salt, your shields, apparently. Yeah, I I'm found out today. So much salt. Yeah, no, so it's useful, but I yeah, had to. I have zero sodium that now. That's another usability thing that I assume happened in the interim is that now you can just hit, John, you can hit the down directional button and pop up a oh. thing to recharge anything that you need to recharge what? without. God. So, Once they so, did that. Unless yeah. you're playing on PC and you can't figure out which button actually selects the item that, that you would, found. Yeah, that well, would be so I was trying to recharge so my. Shields Master that race. way, <laughs> and it wasn't working. And I was a little upset. Yeah, like I was when I got in that space fight earlier. I was like, oh, I hit pause, and then I was like, wait, no. I tapped the down button, and then it immediately popped up with recharge shield, and I was like, oh my god, thank yes. you. Yeah. Well, with mouse and keyboard, I found it actually quicker to just open the menu and hit the, the, the That's thing. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. But so the problem is, is that they redes- they designed a lot of these new um these new features. To kind of be activated through a tutorial, 
Yeah. So all that, I didn't get that. Mm. I, there is no tutorial. There is no, um, <laughs> you can, you can like take your old base and plan it somewhere else. Um, which I did. I'll talk about that in a minute. But so a lot of, so like the blueprint uh, analyzer or whatever that you yeah. need to unlock new features for your base. I can't get that. It's not in the game for me. No, uh, and <laughs> they had problems with that Whoops. when the game yeah. first came out because I'm pretty certain that like I did something where I never learned how to make a hyperdrive. Oh, God. And therefore, any oh. ship that I upgraded to that did not have a hyperdrive could not have oh, a hyperdrive. There was an issue with the uh, yeah. pre-order yes. ship, I remember. Yes, oh, that's, that's what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like, uh, I, I imagine those types of things can still plague them yeah. here, especially with people trying to bring over old saves. But yeah. I think with this big update, it probably made most sense to just kind of be like, all right, forget that save. People, no, it's, start from the people's saves were actually getting corrupted, too, yeah. but they yeah. have fixed that real quick. Yeah. Um, God, what else? Uh, oh. So I, I did that. I restored my old base because I'm like, well, I kind of I kind of want to revisit it for old times. I did, and I, oh, my God, I almost wept because I'm like, oh, my God, there it is. It's been like five days since I've seen you. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, like, it didn't form together right. Yeah. Like all the <laughs> like the doors would open and the actual wall of the base would still be where the door like would open uh, so you couldn't enter in the door. Um I had some underground sections uh that that now there's like a ladder and it's just like the top rung is like poking out and you can't actually go down. Um it's it was so it was super janky um restoring the base. So basically I would have had to like destroy the base almost completely and rebuild it. Um but I did actually go, I just demolished, rebuilt my old base, demolished it, and I got all those resources back. I'm like, oh, shit, what do I do with all this well, thing? There you go. Uh, so that was neat. Um, but, oh, my God. So literally the worst thing, I'm just going right into this because I said the word ladder, and I had like a fucking meltdown in my in my brain here. <laughs> ladders are so horrible. Mm. And they upgraded ladders so that now you just like vacuum suck right onto the ladder <laughs> and you have to like climb down it but you're climbing like you're like a six-year-old why do i need a ladder when i have so a jetpack slow because if you want to build a base that has multiple levels you need to put ladders in it you can't just jetpack from one level to the next no because if you like put well. one like build like one room on top of another now there's just like a solid floor in between them um what if you removed a piece of the floor I'm going to have only, a sprawling the ranch. The only way you can do that is with a ladder. <laughs> Which, if huh. you come within six feet of the ladder, it's like, Vroom! and uh, it's <laughs> like, honestly, if I had to choose between the game constantly crashing and fixing ladders, I'd be like, I can deal with crashes. <laughs> I cannot I, deal with these fucking ladders <laughs> right now. You know what? The, the auto vacuum for space stations is really really bad too like they made the, the the opening for you to get into a space station it's like hitting the fucking death star in the sweet spot <laughs> oh like yeah. and and so really if you wanna, i think it's easy if you want to fly in the right like you can you can do it wherever you want but like the way that like i usually come at it through an angle that i like clip through the space station oh yeah and absolutely then into yeah. the tunnel and it just looks so bad freighters are kind of like... worse because i'll like i'll come at it from a weird angle and they're like you're now docking with the freighter and then my ship turns around but i'm not actually docking i'm just flying right by <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's weird because for me it just seems like 
I just fly into the light blue and it just takes over and I'm docked. You've been docking for years, so. Well, okay. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Yes. The, I'd say the other thing is I played Elite Dangerous for, you know, like five or six hours. Oh, Not that oh, long. Oh, oh. But so yeah, probably about five th- or six hours. Probably really? about three hours of that was me trying to fucking dock with a space station. <laughs> Because it is, you just all pun- you have to do it, is you just punishing. you take one and you put it in the other. Yeah, I got it, and then <laughs> you fold it over. Brian playing Elite Dangerous, and it's the scene from fucking Interstellar where they're trying to dock <laughs> as the thing is like. <laughs> it's it's really hard. You need to try. out I need to f- I need to uh, record a video of it sometime. Please do. It's, Please do. I'll it's send like, it to man. the Interstellar sound. <laughs> 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 we'll get a lot of YouTube hits on it. It'll be good. And you can have you just cut to those clips. Of Matthew McConaughey crying. <laughs> it's basically like three-dimensional parallel parking. It's very difficult. Is it Incredible. is it as hard as landing on the carrier in Top Gun? Uh, which is literally the hardest thing you could possibly do in a video game. It's probably that mm. hard, but oh, I haven't done that. My dad oh, used to land the spaceship in NASA Space Simulator on the. Atari I thought you were going to say in real life. It's almost <laughs> no, like it was the only. So like, fuck you with your elite dangerous. My my our dad Alex Alex my dad used to play NASA spaceship like like shuttle simulator on Atari twenty six hundred for days. <laughs> he would he would fire it up. He put he. Give Alex a bottle. <laughs> put, him, put him in his. Put it in his Shut baby up, jail. He'd buy the rest of us Slurpees and tell us to go play outside. You know, take, <laughs> take a long walk off a short pier, and then he would sit and he would play Spaceship Simulator until the end of time. And I, I there was one day I watched him launch a spaceship. I literally sat all day and watched him play all day while mom was at work, and he took off. And he did all the space stuff. He orbited like the moon or whatever, and then came back down and landed the spaceship. And I think that's the happiest I've ever seen him. <laughs> he he would love Kerbal Space Program. Space Program is very. We probably just get him Kerbal Space Program, and then then he'll just learn a bunch of astrophysics. Oh, he just all needs over to stop again. buying those stupid Sony Vio PCs. <laughs> Yeah. We, we got to build them a PC. I don't think Kerbal Space Space so, Program would be that. Docking in No Man's Sky is not this hard though. Yeah, it's not, uh, but it just looks really hard. stupid. How is docking in No weird. Man's Guy? <laughs> okay. Do we uh, have any other final <laughs> thoughts on okay. this update? Uh, I will say I I like the getting the um the frigates. You can mm-hmm. recruit like more frigates uh for your freighter and send them on like missions, which is um there's really not much at all to it. It's just like. You Get guys a button, go, do, go do a thing, come yeah. back and give me stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like running like, a Assassin's Creed Brotherhood or something. Yeah. It's, ex- it's exactly like that, yeah. Uh, but I mean, eighty percent like, chance of coming back. I can kind of feel like you know I'm, I'm doing something, uh, like I'm running this operation, like the Gojo Solutions Expeditionary Force is being sent out into space to spread the message of Gojo and our solutions. <laughs> um, so that's it's that's that's a cool step, and I, now I can go around and I can just like recruit frigates and i'm like yeah come work for me brother i feel like that kind of solves a little bit of the problem that brian's having but obviously like you have to work to that point to like get the frigates yeah, oh, yeah. i just things. want handouts nope. man yeah, yeah but that's the thing is like th- those guys can go off <laughs> and like blue. collect resources that you need and then you can just keep doing whatever it is you're mm-hmm. doing and those guys will bring you shit like that's awesome that's yeah. the ability to do that yeah. is really cool. well and by the way the frigate itself opens up another menu of storage space like you get slots yeah. on the frigate to send stuff up to but then i have really? to be really close it to me it today and you yeah. can like you can like transmit it from the planet to i'm the not frigate, exactly or... sure how it works you might you have can, to you can send it to the freighter but you have to be well as far as 
freighter, uh, you have you can send it to the freighter from anywhere, but you have to go onto the freighter to pick it back up. I, yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't know that frigates had storage. I'm going to look at that. Uh, it might just be a freighter. The know. freighter has storage. So yeah, the, the, freighter, frigate, the freighter itself has storage. The frigates, the frigates are frigates. these. They look dinky, but that's just next to the freighter. I got one of those like badass. Okay. I don't have any frigates yet, ones. but the freighter itself has like it's in the oh, yeah. same menu as your multi-tool and your suit and your ship yeah cool so you can you can send stuff up to it that way but do you do you have any other final thoughts i wanted to ask gojo since you've yeah. actually played the game in the last couple years like periodically is the graphical update noticeable at all mm, yeah yeah um it's not like uh it's not like a huge improvement but it's definitely there i the first time i booted up the game i was on a planet i'm like holy shit Hmm. i think it was mostly because the terrain generation is a little more yeah it's it's a little more varied and kind of realistic Um, okay whereas before there were like a couple different just kind of terrain variations you could get but the planet itself looked i mean the terrain generation plus the graphics were a little a little better not right. not mind blowing by any stretch. I feel I, like there's a lot more verticality to the planet. Yeah, I'm seeing now too. But I mean, just as far as like the the fidelity of it, like textures and stuff, it just looks like what I remember from yeah. a couple years ago. But well, I think with such an elaborate generation yeah. system it, to randomize things, it kind of has to be simplified. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really now. matter to me. Like the graphics work, and they they are cool looking just because they're so vibrant and colorful and just all the whacked out stuff you see yeah. that you'll never and never just, see more than once just to kind of revisit our previous conversation about loot boxes and all that garbage like this is again a, a game that is con- a developer that's constantly giving to its players oh yeah and this is a game that when it came out was shit on by literally everyone they were getting death threats and they're like oh yeah. shit because there weren't butterflies in yeah the game. where the fuck are my butterflies i'm sending what? anthrax to your home but yeah. you yeah. know the, instead of being like all right well i'm gonna fill fish and never they, say they just fuckers they again. fucking like, sealed right, their offices making... and they just cranked yeah. shit out and they've turned this game around to something that like i mean the reviews on steam are all po- are positive now mostly yeah. positive like i it was mostly negative for the past two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they still have. Well, they still have a lot of bugs to fix. Like, oh, uh, for sure. Like doors to my bases have just disappeared, and I'm like, well, okay, there was a door there, uh, but now there's not. Thanks, I'm not getting in just now. But, buy a uh, new one. The, yeah. Oh yeah, I could build infinity doors because I'm super rich. But um, but yeah, they've got they still got a lot of work to do fixing bugs. But I mean, just the dedication they've shown to Im- continually improving yeah. their game, and I think the free stuff is a lot because. We kind of we kind of fucked up the release. There's a lot of that, but there's also I think they're they're a dedicated. Uh, I think developer they just they like, they like they believe in their game and yeah. they like it and they want it to be the best it can be. And yeah, like people have invested a lot of money in it and they they want to keep it going. And I I think they got a raw deal. I think oh for sure. I Sony, think Sony Sony put them. them on a stage and then I don't know if Hello Games didn't ask for help or if they didn't know how to ask for help or if Sony didn't bother helping them. Or what it was, but like they like I, I'm pretty sure Sean Murray of Hello Games uh, did a pretty extensive interview with like a few different outlets and yeah. was basically just kind of like I closed myself. We didn't talk to people because we didn't know how to talk to people. Like we never learned that because we never had people asking us these questions and talking to us about these things. So we didn't understand the language of like we are aiming for that, but it will not be there now and right. like stuff like that. So they. 
just kind of got screwed by how big the game blew up after being at the video game awards that one yeah. year and then yeah they were they were they were just as much a victim of circumstance yeah. um and i like i said i didn't follow a lot of it but uh leading up to it but from what i heard they just they were like out of money and they're like we have to release this game now even though yeah. there's all these features we want to add that we just we don't have the money to add right now so yeah make the money keep well, supporting they, the game they signed yeah. a contract with sony of like this is the day yeah so, so that was a lot of that was sony kind of swooping in i don't want to play blame the blame the people with money or whatever but the, yeah they kind of swooped in they're like hey this could be hot let's get it um and that just kind of created enough too much pressure and now they have to force out a game that wasn't finished and I think they still there's still a lot of room to add stuff. I mean, I don't want to turn this into a, like I don't want to turn this game into like Mass Effect or something. But it's that was going to be my next question is like, what sort of features would you want to see moving forward? Cross platform play. That's that my first one. Yeah. That would be a good one. <laughs> my um, second one's VR. Yeah, I wanted VR when oh this God, launched. Yeah, I remember. Well, I was listening to our episode and I was like talking about how awesome it would be in PSVR. It would be incredible, but I, I think with the move to Xbox as well, I think they're probably less incentivized to do something like that now that they're. Yeah, it, they have so many users that won't no, be able to take any advantage. I want of them to do that so it, that Sony gets more pressure from a developer that people are starting to appreciate. I want the cross-platform. I'm not saying cross-platform. I'm saying that's not going to happen because it's not going to happen. The VR probably won't happen oh. because it's now open yeah, yeah. to Xbox as well. But I, I just don't think they would devote that much time and money to something that only potentially two-thirds or whatever size of I mean, there's the a lot of games that have added VR mode that didn't need well, to. Uh, like Skyrim Payday Fallout. 2 has a VR mode oh, now. God, yeah. I haven't tried it yet, but... Uh, um, I forgot about that. Holy shit. Elite Dangerous, it actually does a lot for it. Like, it's a different game. Oh, no, I, I'm because sure. Because you can actually just turn your head when you're in the ship and look at the di and different screens will pop up when you're when you're facing yeah. them. And you can actually like physically like reach out and hit buttons. Well, and yeah, like this, cool. is, this is a game that was made by six people. And yeah, granted, I mean, the team has for certain gotten bigger. I don't think. They will spend the resources on such a limited install base yeah. of opportunity. I can dream. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> it would be awesome. It's and super. It it's super uh, immersive already. Like, oh, for sure. Well, for, so, I mean, just taking it to VR, I feel like it would. That would just be insane. It's just yeah. so perfect a fit. Quick shout out to my homie in the chat here, the Obsidian Mage, who is also a Midwesterner. What's up, dude? Awesome. Um, but we were talking about how he was asking a lot of questions about the game while you guys were talking about it, and he and I were chatting. One of the things I brought up is that as a VR experience, it would be a great way to introduce people to VR that haven't played any sort of VR yet because it's super chill environment. Mm -hmm. You have flying elements, which is something people find difficult to manage in VR for the first time. Yeah. And you have the first person aspect. And I think Eve Valkyrie does a really great job of being a good flight sim in terms of introducing yeah, people yeah, to that sure. sort of thing. And I think Skyrim VR is one of the best first person experiences playing like on VR. Mm -hmm. Um, so for you to have a game that is as chill as like a Skyrim can be and but allow you to like fly around, it would be really easy to introduce people to VR and get VR legs and like okay. not be throwing up every time they're done. <laughs> like, yeah. If the flying games can be a bit disorienting, I've I've tried driving games and I feel like it actually makes it easier. Like yeah. it, you can you can sense depth and like when you should turn. And right. Stuff right. More. For sure. Um. 
Yeah. But flying, I mean, it makes it easier to get your bearings because you can just look up, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just, I like VR and I want to play more games oh, in VR. I, I think, I think this is the perfect game for VR personally. But Mostly I want to see them flesh out multiplayer stuff a little bit more, like give yeah. it more for people to do. It'd be sweet if there were like, you know, like, I don't know if the, the, the freighter missions and stuff are the ones that will it's, be more team based, but like have team based missions and stuff like that. I just want to see them start to flesh out that that yeah. multiplayer connection. Maybe. I would love to see uh with the expanded base building, I would love to see like you be able to build settlements for like other aliens. Um basically just turn the game into 3D Starbound and uh oh. I'm there, man. Yeah. I'll give That'd you more sweet. money. It'd be sweet if you could make like an international space station type thing. Oh, you know, God, like, about space this section stations, was built yes. by me and this section was built by someone else. You can like, make space stations, supposedly. Really? And you All can right. make underwater well, bases. The the freighter, the, uh, the freighter I'm gonna do some underwater shit. Yeah. The freighter does have You can build on your freighter, yeah. yeah. There's like room in the freighter to like install rooms and stuff. Yeah, like we that. freighter oh, owners know this. Yeah, <laughs> high rollers. Yeah. Well I saw a guy so. who had built a settlement, like he built a tower that extended way up past the clouds no shit so you can build up into like out of the planet essentially oh, i was it's wondering just, okay. about no, that you know what One now he's got to use ladder. fucking ladders <laughs> to get up there it's gonna take him 30 days to climb this ladder because he's got to go run rung at a time well can Jesus. you can you build a landing pad for your ship Oh yeah, I yeah. have like so seven in my base right now. So why would you just build a landing pad for your ship up in the clouds and then you fly your ship up Cloud there and City? land? And because fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I didn't think of that. Damn because it. fuck you very much. Yeah. Damn it. I just wanted to shit on ladders more. God damn it. Why'd you ruin this uh, for That me? doesn't seem like it'd be a good idea. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I there, there was one system I was in where the planets were very close together and I was thinking like, I wonder if I could just could build bridge a bridge between the two. And I think it might actually be possible. Holy shit. Or you could take the two planets, build the bridge between the two, and then build a large space dick coming off of that. Well, yeah, bridge. that was so obviously have, part of the main plan. You have plan. two have planetary the balls. The largest dick and balls the, in the yeah, world. Yeah, in, in the galaxy. Oh, man. They're so mature. That'll be system cock and balls. Then they're going to have to reset the whole system again, <laughs> and everyone's just... shit's going to go away. <laughs> yeah. Cancel game. Mature game. game nerds podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that's it for No Man's Sky. Yeah, Should we move on yeah it was a good one. Our we got a feedback segment. Do you want me to read it? Or do you yeah, got go it? ahead. Okay, it's all jumbled on my phone. So okay, uh, this one comes in from Nick, uh, fellow Midwest game nerd, film nerd, and all other shows that we do. Part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Yes. Uh, hey, game nerds. This is Nick, longtime listener, first time caller. Something in a recent episode and some Discord chat sparked a question for me. It feels to me as though most major studios are trying to continually create are trying continue continually to create the most compelling multiplayer experience rather than a game that is focused on a good single player or co-op story experience. Since I got into games, co-op has always been my jam and the increase in online focus has been both good and bad for my favorite style of gaming. But in an increasingly online and multi or competitive multiplayer geared gaming world, I find myself shrinking away from it and heading for more single-player or local-slash-private co-op-focused waters. Looking for games that fit this bill got me replaying Play Dead's Limbo and Inside. I know Limbo ridiculously well. I've played through it at least a dozen times now, and it never gets old. 
One sequence in particular always stands out to me, and I'm always greeted with it with the same sense of awe that I was the first time I played it. Coincidentally, Zach was recently talking about favorite video game music, and I recalled the track Shells from the Max Payne 3 soundtrack from my favorite level in the game, a sequence that totally blew my mind the first time. I can instantly recall how insanely badass I felt during that level and how the story of Max Payne felt so adjusted and affected by this encounter. The prominence of these two different memories and levels really jumped out at me, which brings me around to my question. What are some of your guys' favorite levels or all-time favorite levels or sequences? This can be both single-player and co-op. I'm talking the stuff that makes you go back to games you've already played countless times. Some examples for me, uh, the twist and on... Uh, <laughs> the twist and on in Portal. The twist and on in Portal. Every temple in Ocarina of Time is incredible, but the Spirit Temple has always popped out, uh, popped for me as a standout. The first encounter with the Scarab in Halo, Halo 2 was one of the great holy shit moments I encountered. The opening mission of Metal Gear Solid changed the way I looked at video games. Blasting through the climax of Halo 3 with Gojo is among the greatest co-op levels I've ever experienced. And of course, the facility from Goldeneye which I have played several hundred times. It helped define my first console experience and inspired my gamer tag. My fascination with obscure side characters goes way back. He says, I could go on and on, and I'm hoping you guys do as well. Of course, I'll always remember uh, some Hallmark online multiplayer moments. See Gojo, Alex, and I holding base C in Battlefield and winning the day. That was legendary, dude. Yes. Oh, shit. Uh, every perfect dart <laughs> meet Sim slaughter fest. <laughs> Gojo and I decimating White Pass in Bad Company 2 and etc. Oh, hell yeah, son. But levels and boss fights that are designed and constructed by someone so that you can play through a crafted experience are something that seem to be slowly going by the wayside, and that bums me out. Love you, boys. Yours in the loquaciousness, Nick. P.S. All of the Mad Max game. So, Did I ever tell you guys about my smoke grenade kill in Bad Company 2? No. Uh, I heard about it. Oh, my God. It's literally the greatest thing that ever happened in a video game. So, there's... I'm just Before I answer your question, Nick, um, <laughs> I'm going to take three hours to tell this story. Um, there's this... Uh, there's just this house, like, two-story house with an attic, um, and there's, like, one of those tiny little windows up at the top where, you know, a guy can, can hide up and snipe from. Um, this is Bad Company This is Bad Company 2, okay. uh, which uh, is the last great battlefield also the only first great battlefield i ever played you know what fuck it um <laughs> but yeah there's a guy up there he's shooting at me and i loved smoke grenades in that game they were literally the greatest thing and they were all under barrel and i just basically had an entirely smoked base offense so i just fired so many damn smoke grenades that <laughs> people probably stopped playing the game and they're like just make that was you <laughs> yes all of them were me I but so yeah i see this guy shooting at me like ah ah and of course my first re my first instinct is to shoot a smoke grenade like at the building so that he can't see out and i can rush in and take him but then i just i just take this quick shot and i'm like boom and I hit the guy through this like two two foot wide window, kill him with my smoke grenade. I just I just quit the game. Smoke grenade headshot. Yeah, smoke, there's no reason to play after kill. that. I'm honestly the greatest video game player ever there was, <laughs> and that was White Pass. That was in White Pass, as mentioned in the uh, in the email. In the email, yeah. Uh, Brian, what what did you could you come up with anything? I, I, I didn't have enough time to adequately prepare for this, but yeah. I I mean I was thinking more like co op level experiences that i recall well you play a lot fondly. of co-op games i did like i played like all of halo one and three i think i played through start to finish co-op and that was an excellent experience um i definitely yeah i remember thinking with 
the first Halo, like, holy shit, when you, you deal with the flood Ugh. and in the darkness, <laughs> even playing with somebody else, oh, you're God. just, like, running for your life constantly, <laughs> and that was just amazing. That, oh, God, that was, like, the first really terrifying moment in yes. a video game for me. I was like, oh, shit, um, no. I had a blast with the Gears of War games, playing those co-op, couch co-op most of the time, actually. Uh, like, Gears of War 2, I remember... I think that's probably my favorite campaign overall. There's this one level where you end up. It's just so fucking like epic shit happens in those games all the time because, you know, they're just like testosterone fueled like bullshit. And, (laughs) but they're awesome. Um, There's like a point where you end up inside a giant fucking worm. It's just this huge worm creature. And you're like, so you're running around like in its, in its innards and uh, I don't. That part kind of stands out as far as that whole thing and horde mode in general. But that's not really like. I mean, I probably had specific levels that I liked better than others, but yeah. just that whole experience because we did it. Uh, it was like partially partially online, partially couch co-op. Like me and Alan would play split screen with uh, Jim and Charlie on Xbox Live. And we played that thing like every fucking day until we finally got to wave 50 and beat it, which was a huge wow. undertaking, especially because it was designed for a squad of five people, not That's four. Crazy. Um, just, yeah, a lot of stuff like that. As far as like levels go, I mean, I'm still obsessed with the original Doom and Doom 2, and I like know those levels like so well. Mm-hmm. Like I can play all the way through the first Doom on ultra violence without dying or reloading just because I still have it memorized. <laughs> Beautiful. But, uh, yeah, as far as like specific levels, I would say like the cyber demon boss fight is just fucking awesome. And then like doom Two, that tricks and traps level always got me. That's the one I can never seem to remember exactly what's going to happen, but it was just crazy. Cause they just pulled all this bullshit where they'd spawn you into a large room full of everything you could think of. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. I'd have to think about it more. John. Um, All right, this is hard because I don't finish a lot of games. (laughs) But if I have to pick out a couple of sequences from games that really really meant something to me, uh, the entire disc one of Final Fantasy VII was like one of the most heart-wrenching experiences to go through, I think, especially towards the end, for obvious reasons. I'm not... No spoilers. Um, <laughs> even though if you haven't played that game by now, you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. 21 but, years. <sighs> yes, How about, for um, those of our listeners who weren't born when the game came out, <laughs> right. I imagine. Uh, um, also, the opening cinematic for Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver mm-hmm. is also another like heart wrenching one because you're Azrael, one of uh, Kane's generals, and you've been gifted wings before he does. And instead of embracing you, he literally breaks your wings and throws you into water and burns them away. Uh, oh, super sad. Move, it's super dick, dick move. move. But that game was cool because it was one of the first games that had seamless loading between worlds, so you never had to load. It just played. It was That's awesome. awesome. Wow. Uh, again, Nick mentioned the first opening sequence of Metal Gear Solid. That is, cl- that is, like he said, it changed the way he looked at video games. That completely changed the way I looked at video games. And also, speaking of Metal Gear Solid, the Psycho Mantis sequence Ugh. is one of the best and most like terrifying things I've ever experienced in a video <laughs> game before. 
Um, Let me think what else. The first zombie in Resident Evil mm. to this day scares the shit out of me, no matter which version of the game I play. He's fucking terrifying. The yeah. second he turns around and looks at you, oh, man. Um, Specifically Resident Evil 1, the hallway. The, the yeah, first, the first the hallway. The first hallway when you turn right in the mansion yep. where like, it is just horrifying. And I never knew until years later that if you don't run through that hallway, the dogs never jump through the window. Yeah. Which is incredible. Like that is... Yep. A level of game design, like it, it's a, such a small detail, and and but I'll it's keep so that hard. In mind. It's so hard to not run through that hallway because of how creepy it is. Yeah, oh god, it's just one room in this game, and it's that horrifying to me. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of other things about like certain games. Like even if we go back to Castlevania Symphony of the Night, the the music from that game is such a mm. nostalgic punch. Like, I just because that was. Other than Final Fantasy VII, that was one of the first games where I I would like beg to get done with school so I could go home and play that game, mm-hmm. and I, and I would play it until I went to bed at night, and I would wake up and I'd play it before going to school in the morning, and then I would it like I was obsessed with that game, and the music in that game is so good, the catacombs, uh, like the the library, uh, the clock tower specifically, the clock tower. Oh man, the metal riffs that just rip through in the clock tower. So that might good. be one of the few soundtracks that I could just put on. You could put and on listen and listen to, to it, yeah, the whole way regularly. Through. Yeah, it's just so good. Um, yeah, th- I mean, those are probably the main ones that stick out to me. If I'm if I'm to pick some more recent ones, uh, I mean, I like the co op experience in A Way Out was incredible. Like mm-hmm. it was such a great cinematic experience. Have you and if you play no, that yet, played that yet. Uh, I've had my eye on it. You and Nick should play through yeah. it. The two of you would fucking love that game. It was so I mean it is pretty linear, but you do get to choose like whose whose way is the better okay. way to go about different events. Um but there's a specific sequence in the hospital that is just fucking awesome. Like and the cinematic like the way the camera's moving and playing around like with what you guys are doing is just really like that I there there you'll be hard pressed to find another game that does that, I think. Uh real quick, did you these are guys that did Brothers, right? Did you yeah. ever play yeah. that? I did not play that. Okay, I'm not going to go into it, but play it. Okay. It's mm-hmm. like it's a co-op game for one person. It's crazy. Okay. But play it, yeah. <laughs> well, that was you ever played probably you probably didn't play it, but Super Mario uh Mario and Luigi uh the fuck's the like name Superstar of Saga. Superstar Saga on I Game Boy Advance? Know. Play that. Find a Game Boy Advance and play that game. It's, <laughs> w- it's one of the better. best RPGs I've ever played. Um, but yeah, I like I again. I don't I don't finish a lot of games, so it's hard for me to pick out these moments. I mean, the, the new the new God of War is good. If I'm picking a new single player game to pick at, yeah. um, the first. The first time you kill a dragon in Skyrim is fucking. I awesome. thought about that moment like, too. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, things like that. You know, uh, the, the first, first time, time you kill a dragon in VR in Skyrim. Yeah, VR. that's oh, with a bow and arrow, because you can actually do it in VR with a bow and arrow, and it makes sense and feels good. Whereas yeah, and then like, it lands in front of you and immolates you and bursts like, into flames, oh, and then it's oh, just God. like yeah, uh, oh. the first super mutant you kill with a baby nuke in Fallout Three, <laughs> like. I mean, that's those are good moments, you know, things yeah. like that. Uh, the first time three dog recognizes you as, as like the the stranger or whatever the hell your name is, the traveler, the wanderer, the, wanderer, the lone wanderer, dog. like I that that those sorts of things. Like when when you are so engrossed in a world of a game and you as the player feel recognized, like that's that's something that's pretty epic. I think. Uh, yeah, 
I was thinking of like being engrossed in a a world and like the parts that I have actually played over a lot is like the beginning and the end of Mass Effect Two. Hmm. Like just the beginning, like when like everything oh, you're so attached to that ship after playing the first game yeah. and all everything spoiler is just gone. Yeah, whatever. The, 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 <laughs> we got the, another spoiler. The princess is in another castle, guys. <laughs> the the end of Mass <laughs> Mass Effect Two. The 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 quote unquote suicide mission. Yeah, you're just pulling out all the stops. Everybody's oh, involved. Really Not yeah. everyone's gonna make it unless yeah. you're you know what you're doing. Stupidly good, yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Alex? Well, of course, the first uh, first level of Michael Jackson's Moonwalker is one of the <laughs> finest crafted pieces of gameplay. Now, Nick asked me this while we were on the way to Tim's bachelor party. He he kind of brought up this idea. He's like, I was gonna write this in, and the first thing that came to my mind was. Uh, actually, Titanfall 2. There's a mission in Titanfall 2 that introduces oh, a mechanic yeah. and then immediately throws uh, it away after that mission is done. That's so good. Though. That mission is incredible. That whole it's one of my favorite was... missions of all video games, and I don't necessarily care for first-person shooters that much. But this, that, this is Titanfall 2. Good. Okay, I had yes. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah two as a single-player campaign. and Single-player campaign, is it's not super long. It's it is great, absolutely though. worth playing through. Okay, it's, I need to... It's like um, nonstop action too. I'm gonna steal a few that I assume would be on Gojo's if they if they weren't, uh, you know, if I didn't take them already. But uh, Act Four of Metal Gear Solid uh. Four is just incredible. <laughs> it is not just yeah no like honestly if I played I have not played through it since I first played it and I think if I did it again I would just be crying the whole time. Dude, that's the it's. For me, that's the greatest moment in all video. That games. is the act, that act where you go back shit. to Shadow Moses, which is the island of the first Metal Gear Solid game, yeah. and seeing how far the series had come from then, because you get like flashbacks of what it was like, but then also just seeing that those levels rendered in way better graphics <laughs> is just incredible i was pretty blown away by the opening hour of the fifth game honestly no it's also quite good especially with the music and and then also in metal gear solid 4 the microwave hallway is just one of the greatest video game moments that has ever occurred and is so totally hideo kojima that uh and then metal gear solid 2 after the torture scene and the colonel starts going insane. Basically, all the Metal Gear games. Jeez, I could I could make an entire show just based on Metal Gear moments. Oh God, no, absolutely! Yeah. But I was horrified. That was like there's so one creepy there's one the point game. where Colonel's like, "You've been playing this game too long. Turn it off. You're gonna ruin your eyes." And I was like, I almost turned the. I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm done." Turn the game off do this right anymore. now. Yes. Like, oh shit! It, uh, it was horrifying to me. Didn't mom yeah. watch you play Metal Gear 3 like all the way through basically? To make sure it was okay? No. No, I think she was sucked into the story of one of the Metal Gear games with you. Like she was she, like I remember her sitting It might have been Metal Gear 2, but I don't know. I don't, yeah, I can't I don't remember. Does your mom just like blame nano machines for everything now? No. no? Okay. She should, but <laughs> she it wasn't for. It wasn't for. Um but no, yeah, there's a bunch of great stuff in Metal Gear. Um Alex, how about uh Barney's Hide and Seek? Barney's Hide and Seek is really just oh, like man. a it's it's basically a reskin of Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Yeah. So uh but even it more is also terrifying great. Like, does Barney do the smooth criminal lead? Uh no, unfortunately. Oh. Uh I'm not gonna lie. I've seen that That would make that game infinitely better. <laughs> I've seen that game in several video game shops around here. Yeah. And I have 
had to stop myself from buying it every single time because I don't have my old copy. Yeah, you traded it. it. I, yeah, I traded it for Sonic yeah. 2, which is the right call. But, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's it's like $7 cartridge only, and I've been like, I should pick that up, but no, I should pick that box, up. man. I mean, Do it. On. So, anyway, Gojo. Oh, God. Yeah, I honestly could spend like an entire episode <laughs> on this. I mean, specifically co-op, um, I probably shouldn't go too much into it because everything I'm going to say is with co-op with nick probably so he already knows all that um uh halo um halo one is actually more of a me and tony game uh, assault on the control room we could do that on legendary blindfolded um that's uh, crazy <laughs> it's insane i don't even dude. think i can finish one level we, one honestly that's but that's the only level we ever play myself. like if we had to do like silent cartographer or something we would we, we'd probably just like break the controller on accident or so because <laughs> that's the only level we ever played um let's see uh halo 3 is with nick and basically once you get to the arc and beyond which is when that game really takes off we that's some of the best um which includes the ending which is probably one of the, one of if not the greatest ending to a video game ever halo 3 God, oh hmm. God! You're driving off basically this brand new Halo that's exploding around you in yeah. your warthog. Just, it's insane. It's phenomenal. It's the best part of the Halo series. Maybe one of the best parts of video gaming. The funny um, thing is, I feel like every time I did one of those sequences, they were probably not that easy. But I had so much adrenaline going that I did it in one try. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> try like dying at any point in that you've you're totally ruined like yeah. if, if you screw up once it's like well now i'm gonna die 10 more times because you've <laughs> lost that edge but if you go through it you, the adrenaline's firing it's insane did so you play good. the fourth one yes the, the end sequence was a cool take on that whole thing oh god you're flying yeah. like the ship you're doing the death the star run yeah it was awesome it's amazing <laughs> halo 4 halo 4 i don't know halo 4 is good i don't know where it's rated like in the popular uh i don't know vernacular or whatever but it's underrated. It's pro- it's probably the best Halo. It game, is. It's a really say. good campaign. It yeah. is terrible um, multiplayer, multiplayer okay. wise. Never touched it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Underrated. Um. Oh God. Where was I? Uh, uh, Five. Anything yeah. else? Co-op. Um. No. Uh. Splinter Cell. Um. The the multiplayer in Splinter Cell, Pandora, Pandora Tomorrow, and Chaos Theory. Holy shit! We would. When we were in high school, we would play until like the sun came. I always out. wanted to try that. I never, never had a chance. So fucking good. Oh my god. Probably not now because it's aged poorly. Um, and it's it's probably impossible. Nick to brought it up on, on on that car trip, and honestly, I think it is time for them to make that again. I, like, that it might be playable on PC. Yeah, probably. If, uh, you it's could just still good on PC. sharpen you it up enough. Three more people to play it on PC. Play the Chaos Theory one. Pandora Tomorrow's a little a little wonky. Um, but geez, that's phenomenal. Um, oh god. Uh, I don't know if I have any other co-op ones. Um, besides, he knows all of them already. Uh, single player. I could honestly talk forever. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy X. Um, basically, the whole, thing. the whole game. A but the stretch where you go for the stretch from uh, after the Thunder Plains to when you get to the Calm Lands. That's like. Such the, that's the whole meat of the game, and for an RPG that's you know not exactly a fast-paced game, it's you just get pulled through it. It is that's all the meat of the story is there. It is the most like relentless. Uh, it's it's the greatest moment uh, of that game, and it's just I when I play that, I have to power through the whole thing because I can't I can't pull myself away. It's um just it's so great. Um, I could go through like every Metal Gear Solid game. Oh God, co-op! Um, when Nick and I played uh, Kane and Lynch, mm. which is fucking awful, um, 
but basically it's it, it, it's like uh just these two scumbags who are I don't know, I don't even remember what the game was about, but there's this moment where <laughs> they like they they overuse the word fuck in that game mm-hmm. so much. Like I think that might have been one of the first where I was like I swear a lot, but this is a bit much. <laughs> this is this is a little indulgent. So there's this one part where, of course, it's a heist thing. It's a heist game, and of course, we're running to get to the van. They're like, "Where's the van?" I'm like, "I'm like, fuck! Where's the fuck?" And both Nick and I just just were laughing, and we had to pause <laughs> the game because it was ridiculous. Um, okay, Metal Gear Solid uh, One. Um, I'm gonna go through each game. I'm gonna go through each game. Ex- the numbered sequences. Uh, in one favorite moment. Oh God, shit! I can't say favorite moment. Just first one off the top of my head. Uh, the first time you see Metal Gear Rex, mm-hmm. you get in that room because, like, the game up to that point, I f- I remember it's like you go through so much to get to that point, and like you're kind of drained, and you're like, all this shit's happening around you. There's all these like subplots. Like, oh my God, am are they just screwing with me? Am I just gonna die here? Uh, and then you see Metal Gear Rex, and you're like, I have to blow that I have thing to up. Take it down. I'm going to fucking blow that thing up. And you just like, I just, it's like the biggest second wind every time I see it. And I'm just so, oh, it's just so jacked. I'm like, yes, time to fuck this robot up. Um, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 2, um, the the fight with the Rays. Um, mm-hmm. This is the only Metal Gear Solid game I will play on anything harder than normal. Because if you play it on hard, you have to fight like 20 Metal Gears. At the like almost at the same time, three at a time, but it's nuts. Watching it's, someone speed run that is mind blowing. Do like do they mind do they blowing. cheese it or do they just go through it? It is it is it's more of a technical. It's not like okay. a a glitch cheese. It is okay. a I know the patterns and I will. Okay, I I beat that on extreme and I think I had to take down like twenty five. Yeah, um, and you could take like two hits and I did it and it's, to this day my. Beating Metal Gear Solid Two is my greatest accomplishment in video games on extreme, <laughs> um, but that just fighting off twenty of those is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, you have to do like five, and every time I do that, I'm like, "Wait, that was it? Well, fuck." Um, three, God, see, three is probably like objectively the second best, but I have fewer moments from that one. The end. Uh, yeah, fighting the end is phenomenal. The, the character, um, the boss battle, the end, not the end of the game. Uh, the end, but the end of the game too. The everything with the sorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, not everything, with, but the the boss fight boss in quotes. Fight, yeah. um, Jesus, um, the first time I blew up a food storehouse mm. and caused the guards to get super hungry, and then threw a poison dart frog on the ground. They're like, "Yes, food!" and they ate it and died. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, four, yeah. Oh, my, yeah. Everything Alex said. Um, is there anything else in that one? No, not really. Um, God, Shadow Moses is just. Like everything I could possibly feel, I feel during that mm-hmm. segment. It's like it's not just coming back to it and seeing it like in real people graphics now. It's seeing <laughs> how how run down everything oh, yeah. is, and yeah. you're going through this place that has holds basically all of your special memories of Metal Gear Solid. Like everything you love about Metal Gear Solid came from the first one, and you just kind of learn to love everything else that came after. Um, but then going back, what was it? Ten years later, yeah. And just seeing everything just run down and you're like, and then Snake himself is just run down and he's on death's door, but he keeps going. Uh, it's just, oh God, it's just thematically so heavy. Ugh. And then the 
the part about that game that I had spoiled for me was the Rex versus Ray fight. Oh. And I heard about that. I'm like, that sounds like the dumbest thing ever. I hope that isn't real. And then I did it, and it was the greatest. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> I like I went from zero to 60 on playing as Metal Gear Rex <laughs> instantly. I was yeah. like, don't want this. And then I'm controlling it. I'm like, this. my life is complete now. <laughs> life is fantastic. Oh. Uh, the opening of Metal Gear Solid Five. Incredible. Yeah. Um, there aren't really many other, like... Moment moments in that moments one. in that game, unfortunately, um, by design. Um, yeah. Anything else stick out? I didn't even talk like every other game ever, did I? <laughs> Just Metal Gear Solid and Final Fantasy. You did. 10. You did. Say, you did open it with by saying you could talk about this forever. I literally can. Yeah. Um, levels. I didn't talk levels. Um, <laughs> uh, the bank in Chaos Theory. Um, is so good. It's like the only chaos theory. It's, it's the only Splinter Cell level I ever did like perfectly. Um, hmm. That's shit, hard yeah, to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm without spending more time thinking about it. I'll come up with twenty things on the way home. But yeah, no, that yeah. All right, right on, man. Thank you, Nick, for writing in. Yeah, thanks, Nick. We appreciate it. If you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at Patreon.com slash MidwestPodNet. Thanks again to Jason K. for his contribution of $10. We really appreciate it. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitch, as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Shout out to the Obsidian Mage in the in the uh, Twitch chat there. We appreciate you stopping by, man. I'm, I hope yes. you uh, enjoy this podcast and pick it up on your regular feed to uh, listen to. And uh, thanks to Corey for jumping in there at the end and talking about the microwave hallway. Yes. So, uh, uh, other than that, Alex, what's going on with the network? Uh, Horror Movie Yearbook just put out a visit to 1996 to talk about the film Fear with Marky Mark and uh, Reese Witherspoon. And Reese Witherspoon, yes. Uh, it's quite a good discussion. Everyone should check it out. Um, and then Gone to Texas, uh, episode five of season three came out last week. We're going to do episode six of season three this week. And uh, it's been a good season of Preacher. Which is sad because it could potentially be the last, um, and and they have Ooh. a lot more to to do. So hopefully that's not the case. But everyone should check it out so that the uh, the show gets to keep going, and uh, listen to our show as well because I think we do a good job recapping it. So do it, do it, yeah, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. A uh, little bit of a longer podcast this time. I know it's been like a month since we've had an episode, which yeah. isn't normal for us. But we've been super busy. There's been kind of a lull in everything going on in the gaming world. Uh, so hopefully we can kind of pick things back up in the next couple of weeks here after I get married, which, yes. uh, man, if that could just be over with, <laughs> uh, soon. Yeah. Soon. So anyways, uh, the next episode will probably be my review of no man's sky next. Um, <laughs> and we'll go from there. And so whatever yeah. else we play. Yeah. So. Whatever else we play in the uh, meantime. Dead cells is coming out of, uh, early access on August 7th. And really? anybody who likes Castlevania or Metroid style games should pick it up. Absolutely. It is going to be on the switch. I will it's have a perfect to get it. Perfect place then. to get it. So it is a very enjoyable game already. Yeah. So um, yeah, really, I just didn't want to get burned out on it before it was out of early access. Yeah, so I stopped playing. But we'll get into that yep. on the next episode, maybe, hopefully. Thanks I, again. 
I, I vow to check out um, Far Cry Hellblade 2? Senua's oh. Sacrifice in VR because mm. that's going to be out the 31st. Ooh, nice. For free if you already own the game on Steam like I do. So Cool. That should be wild. Right on. All right. Probably cool. won't finish it, but whatever. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. We'll check you out next time. Peace.